0: Oh, Sorry, I didn't see you there. Hello, and welcome to today's I Have More Children's The New podcast. Today, we join our heroes' mid conversation about Final Fantasy XIV and its special character battles. We take you to the live recorded conversation right now. Enjoy. You know, this bullshit
1: was the one later where they made you fight as. Alphanod and whatever because no, that it's was, like it was awesome, that was so you know, cool because hey, that was hey, showing hey, the hey, moment. Hey, shut up! <laughs> no, it sucked, and I'll tell you why from a gameplay aspect. Maybe it's better on PC, but on PS5, it's like, all right, here's a fight and here's new abilities. Do you want to tell me what these abilities do? Oh, uh, yeah, because
2: you don't have like hover on, do you? There's no tool tips on yeah, PS5. That's that, that probably sucks, but that did suck because it took me a couple of times to learn like what does this do what
1: does this do Yeah. <laughs> also for some reason the here, playstation here, 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 one every once in a while will have a bug where like I was trying to heal the dude but every time I would hit him with a healing spell it would auto target the the boss instead and I'd have to mm. manually go back and he died a couple times because like, I kept having it to switch back it and forth
2: weird mm. yeah I, I don't I, know I, I genuinely think you should probably just hook up a mouse and keyboard but <laughs> no like it's tough to say, you know. Um, no. But no, that that whole scene rules. Just because that's your it's your Goku care. moment. That's your fucking care. Goku moment. I don't care. It's so good. I don't care. Oh, I love it. Is this the episode? Is it? Are we in the episode? I I can, I, 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 I hit the button.
1: Did you get all that part? Or is yeah, this the I, got, I got that. We the part that where in. I told you I didn't care. Yeah. I just want to make sure people understand that I don't fucking care. It's you know we we, we were playing the other, when we were doing the blue mage stuff the other night. That was fun because that is the thing I like about see, that blows games like this. my mind because that is, that's there is a, about a
2: grind. Like that's there is a just grinding. Che-
1: let me explain. Yeah, yeah. There is a checklist you do the things on the checklist mm-hmm. and you're rewarded the end. Okay. All sense. of this, like, Oh, there's the rich cutscene backstory of alpha and you're a ranger and blah, blah, blah. And you got to go fight the darkness and the dark is like, I don't give a shit. Can I just please check, you know, tick marks off a box. And then they tell me, you got all the check marks on the box. Here's a prize. And I go, yes, you are such
2: an enigma when it comes to games, because like, I can never get your read, right? Like I'm, I'm, I I, th- I think I'm a pretty, um, I think I'm pretty solid in guessing or knowing like what people's tastes are after like speaking to them for a little bit, you know. Uh, but you're someone I've been friends with for years now, and I just don't like. I know that like and when it comes to video games, I know you like a list, and that's like uh, that part makes sense and like rings in my brain. Everything else, I'm just like, but I don't know. I don't know if it's even video games that you like. I think I think you might just like grocery shopping. Like you should just write a list and go grocery shopping. Like, I, grocery shopping I think that would be more fun, fun than you playing a video game. I-,
1: I do like going grocery shopping. No, I love video games. I've played some video games. I played a big old video game since last time that we're going to talk about today and that Dude. that game is a trillion times more fun than Final Fantasy
2: 14. And see this is the part where I get to say like it's the same fucking game.
1: No, it's not. It is. No, it's fucking not. We're not... This is the debate. This, this is the this debate. Is, it's not a debate because I'm right and you're wrong because I have more trophies than you.
2: Hold on. Don't start the episode you, you yet. You nailed that right at four minutes. That's perfect. <laughs> oh, that's awesome.
1: Yeah. Welcome, friend. Up. Oh, start over. You talked over my entrance. Oh, dude. Play, play the theme song. You're again. Welcome, friends. To I have more trophies than you. This is a video game podcast about video games and the different ways that people play them. I am your host, Dr. Ryan, the 81st best gamer in all of North America.
2: Damn, yeah. I mean, that's still like anytime you're above the top 100, I'm still pretty impressed. Well, I don't think I'll ever. That was
1: disgusting. I'm so sorry. I burped Dude, a little right bit. I'm, tr- I'm. gonna let you guys. You know, a little secret. I've been drinking. Oh my god. They had these. I like the Bud Light seltzers, and they have a new flavor pack. They're oh, all yeah. apple flavored, and I've had a Ooh. couple of these. They're they're
2: pretty good. Sounds good. Um, is it, I'll is never. Does it just come off like a cider, basically?
1: Well, it's it's a it's I don't really like like I hate seltzer water, but hard seltzer for some reason because it doesn't. I think the reason I don't like like Lacroix because it Mm. tastes like fucked up water, whereas this just tastes like um, like mildly alcoholic. uh, Whatever. I'm I'm having a crisp apple right now. They're quite good. I'm about three in, so we're gonna just keep popping to see how this podcast
2: goes. Damn, I'm completely sober right now. Introduce yourself! Oh hey, I'm the sober one of the, the podcast, which is weird to say. Uh hi, I'm Chris. <laughs> um I think more anyway. you know, often than not I, I am uh intoxicated as we do this show. What? But tonight uh, tonight today, today I'm not, yeah.
1: You're um Yeah, no, back to what you're saying, I'll never drop out of the top one hundred. Yeah. Unless like some real psychopaths all of a sudden start playing all the like the bullshit i didn't really play any you know i don't play the bullshit anymore there's been bullshit yeah. out and I, I you remember we were talking a while ago and it was like oh sony's gonna stop them oh yeah you know, yeah, yeah. did we chickens. ever get
2: like a um response on that like what what's going on because i know that was at the end of last year, as that was all coming down so like yeah the responses that
1: uh
2: like twenty
1: new shit games came out within the last two days, so no, it, it's not stopping. Cool, <laughs> perfect.
2: But you yourself it, have pumped the brakes a little bit.
1: I pumped the brakes. I they're now, like, okay, should we just get right into the platinum report? The, okay, you know, we can we can talk silly in a little bit about about we got other bits, but I just want to get into this. Since last episode, I've only gotten five new platinums. Ooh, damn now one of those was persona 5 royal again from the top you know from the beginning to start that took me a week and two days that was another like 80 hours the other four games i got three of them well one of them was okay the one that i finished today we'll skip we'll go that was then then the next game was a game called mighty math mighty math you might think is like oh that looks like some shitty uh you know platinum it's actually not it's Got a forty five point eight three percent platinum rate. So anything below fifty percent, you could, you know, whatever. Probably actually the most fun I've had in the game since last episode, it is this how do I explain it? It's like a bullet hell math game. Huh. So you're a you're a nine, you're a three by three square. And the oh. idea is that you have these numbers are coming from every side, and they're either plus or minuses from one to nine. If you, you know, whatever you touch, that's your score. If you ever go below zero or over nine, you lose. And so you have to get so many in each level or you lose also. So you have to collect, uh, numbers. So it's like, you know, if you start at five, it's like, oh, I'm going to get plus three and I'm going to get minus four. And you're doing this while you're also dodging numbers that could kill you. So it's oh. like having to dip and dodge through while doing math equations really quick.
2: It's actually like really cool is like a puzzle... Uh,
1: yeah, it's the thing is damn. it's pretty hard. Okay, so most of the, the the trophies uh except for one are all pretty simple. It's like get to stage 15 and there's one for each of that, collect a one, a two, a three, a four, a five, a six, a seven, eight, a nine, whatever. The hard one is to get forty five hundred points in a run. So how points work is you get a hundred points per level that you beat, you get ten points per number you pick up, plus you get the absolute value of the number. Mm-hmm. So if you pick up a negative seven, it's still worth seven points. Okay. And so to get 4500 points, I had to make it to like level 23 or 24, but it's like it can get tough because not only is it doing math, it's also like oh, was too close to an edge and a plus six came out when I already had four and it killed me, you know, and it, it fucked my run up. You you get three bombs to blow up all the numbers on a stage in case you're about to like get pinned down and die. Mm-hmm. But um, that one took me. So like I started it. What is it on? Hold on. I'll tell you. I started it on like a Wednesday night couldn't couldn't do it because I you know I was a little too it was a little late, I was a little groggy, and then uh, finished it at lunch the next day. so you know it took me some time. Gotcha. but that game was on sale for uh for that I think it's still on it might still be on sale for that January sale. It's only a couple bucks if you like quick little math puzzle games, it's only a couple of dollars. I would highly suggest it. It is a little tough, but I had a fun time. The other the next two platforms I got last night, it was a game that came out yesterday. Have you heard of this game called Salamander County Public Television?
2: Yes, I watched a speedrun of it the other night. It was fucking uh really goofy. That game's Okay, so it's
1: basically WarioWare with some weird fucked up story about like a uh you work at a public, uh, public television yeah. public access station and some weird thing is going on. I don't want to like I don't want to talk too much about it. I'll just say it's like it's just a bunch of mini games like WarioWare. Uh they're all physics-based, some are fucking hard, some are pretty good and fun. There was only one that was like, I don't like this one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but other than that, I thought it was fun. It took me about half an hour each time. One time, you know, it was like, I'm gonna read the story. Like the the trophies only go through half the game, but I still played the whole game because I wanted to see the whole story.
2: Right. There was something and then this. Like during when uh when I was watching the A G D Q run because as we we're speaking that it's wrapping up kind of right now, but um I was watching uh it was a late night like one AM kind of thing, maybe two AM, and that game came on and I was like, Man, this looks like a game that Ryan played for like an easy platinum, but I, I cannot tell if he's already played it or not. And it was something that I, I was meaning to bring up to you the next time I talked to you, and it's funny that uh in that time you went and played the game.
1: Yeah, I played it last night. It was eight dollars. You got both versions of it for eight bucks. I I thought it was kooky and weird and fun, and I liked it. Yeah. I have to assume the name is a reference. If you get what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. SCP TV. Yeah, because yeah. it's like oh, it's a weird, but you know, no SCP stuff ever happens. I think it was just uh, they did that to allude to hey, we're doing some wacky shit. But mm-hmm. I thought it was fun. I love WarioWare. Um, I also got a couple trophies in Yu-Gi-Oh! Legacy of the Duelist Link Evolution, which yeah. when we started this podcast, I was playing that every day. Um, our good friend Brad, the wizard Shango, was like, yo, I need to get two, the last two trophies in this game for playing the two online modes. Will you help me get them really quick? And I did. And I realized I haven't played that game since 2021. Holy shit. <laughs> I still have... Yeah, but there's so much still to do. I still have two of the, the story modes and then all 155 challenges. Whew. So that'll probably become my lunch game again of just playing a couple matches a day and trying to get that done eventually.
2: And then I'll um, see you at like a Yu-Gi-Oh regional like just not abso- that Absolutely not.
1: Oh, hey, uh on I'm in a local Facebook group here in Southern Oregon called Southern Oregon Retro Gamers and some guy was like, "Does anyone want to play the One Piece card game?" and I was like, <laughs> "It's
2: an R right game. Mm-hmm. I've I've been playing a lot of it. Uh I've been watching the championship qualifiers oh. online in japan it's it's a solid game so far i've I've really been enjoying uh, speaking of uh, everything about it everything around we it. have
1: card games can we do a segment within a segment yeah let's do it go to ryan ryan bought some cool video games
2: oh it's ryan's magic games shut up
1: <laughs> i was gonna say something cool and I, i'll take it back and i'll i was gonna <laughs> tell you some cool stuff say you're sorry, sorry. some stuff I, uh oh this is great
2: i'm not sorry Thank you.
1: I bought, when I was in Vegas for New Year's, I bought uh, two games at a retro game store. Uh, really nice guys. Um, shit, what was the name of that store? Let me shout them out to anyone near Vegas. Fuck. Hold on. What was the name of this store? All right, I don't remember the name of this place. Anyway, they cut me a good deal because I was like, I'm from Oregon. They're like, oh, we're not going to charge you tax. That um, <laughs> no, rules. I bought inbox copies of Advance Wars 2 Black Hole Rising. Oh shit. No. And they gave me a deal on this one because it wasn't fully complete because it was missing the promo card. I now have a copy of the Dragon Ball Z collectible card game for GBA.
2: <gasps> Yo, that rules, but you didn't get the confrontation from it.
1: Uh, no, also it has a buy-sell $12.99
2: sticker on the back. <laughs> uh, oh, well. Hey, it's a fun <laughs> game, though. I mean, it's, it'll challenge you. But uh, also that confrontation, man. Uh, that's a good card to have. <laughs> uh, I
1: also, since last time... I, I got a copy, thanks to uh, cheap ass gamer, my friend, uh, oh, my good friend Jared, got me a deal on. I bought the Scribblenauts Mega Pack on PS4 for like eight bucks. Yes. So I haven't played a Scribblenauts, Scribblenauts
2: game since I think the week two. I'm,
1: I'm played a Scribblenauts game since fucking Super Scribblenauts. Um, anyway, the other last game I played on my Platinum today. This was a fucking so. They put out the PS5 version of Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. And I was That's like, oh, I've already finished that. Okay. I've already finished that. I'll just load it up and get all the trophies in a second. Uh-huh. Turns out when I played it originally on the PS4, the last time I had made a save that I had uploaded to, because I deleted the save off. It was like, oh, they're not doing DLC. I'll delete the save off. But no. I, I had a save on the PS Plus. Cloud. The yeah. cloud one was from before the final boo fight. So I was like, okay. oh, OK, I'm missing a couple trophies. I'll just do the boot fight really quick. It took me like 20 minutes. I did it. No trophy popped. What? There is a glitch with the PS5 version that if you upload a save, <sighs> you cannot earn any new trophies. So what I had to do is then go back to the PS4 version and do all of the shit that I needed to do for trophies, then re-re-upload my save, and they all auto-popped. It was just very annoying because I had to that do I had to do the Majin boot fight again. I like the end of the story like the last chapter I had to do all of the villainous uh like the the secondary secret boss shit again I had to open up all the caves again I had to make a couple shenron wishes I had to level up back to 100 um I had to uh, build a bunch of shit so it, it I started this last night and I did it this morning took me like maybe six or seven hours, but I do have the double plat now in Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. It's an anime episode, baby. So that puts me at 1,005 new platinums. Technically, you know, we have a promise that we're each going to play a game from our backlog every episode. So my backlog game was Dragon Ball Z Kakarot again, because that's technically in my backlog because I owned it. So I needed to get it again. (laughs) Um, 1,005, so the starting the year off, we're two weeks in. I got five plats, so that's about two and a half plats a week. It's a little low for me, but I did just play a giant RPG, so expect more games next time. Um, What did you play for your back? Back, This is the other segment, Backlog Buddies. My backlog game was Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, which I've already talked about extensively on the show. What was your backlog game? Uh, I believe you're going to do 24 games on 12 different consoles?
2: Yes, and I I kind of feel like I cheated the first ones, right? Because okay. here's the thing. I am I am deep into a unnamed JRPG right now uh, that I will not talk about. Why not? Uh because we we're going to talk about it another day. Um wait, what? Persona 4. Golden. We already said we already said that we're going to oh, do Oh that yeah, now. that's what, well, yeah, still. Okay. I'm deep into uh Persona 4 right now. Is what it it hasn't is. come out yet. Tech, see that's okay we are going to have a heated discussion about this on the next episode I'm, I want to, everyone to prepare for the Persona 4 episode because it's going to be a doozy <laughs> Let me
1: promise are you, you playing that. Persona 4 Golden on the
2: Vita? I am playing Persona 4 Golden on the
1: Vita I thought the idea is that we were going to play the new PS5 versions to see if there's anything different are you asking
2: me to play another 90 hour JRPG within 6 days to record it and
1: have it well, done. <laughs> you weren't supposed to start it until it came out on the 19th.
2: I can, I mean, because I'm only like oh, but then we, yeah, but then six, the next seven hours the or third. something like that. In, yeah, like, no,
1: because okay, so this today's the sixth, Monday the 16th, not early. Um, because right. if the, that game comes out on Thursday 19th, the 19th, I promise, and then you our next episode to... is January the 30th. I right. could, I, I'm gonna beat Persona
2: 3 in a week, I can do that. Yeah, I, I beat you, Persona Five in a week. You play games differently than I do. But well, and that's the thing is you played Persona Five in a week, but you've also how many how many times have you played that game? Uh, this is including the, the fourth, original. This
1: is the fourth Persona Five Platinum. Okay, up. if if you include Persona Five Strikers, because that is a Persona Five game, it's not, but you know what I mean. Uh, but no, that is that is my fourth run through Persona Five. Cause I did thing. skip every cut scene this time was like i've fucking seen this i
2: i definitely did play a couple games on my backlog i don't know if i'm gonna count these towards it or i might count them as just one game and be like well this one, one. now count. this is important we
1: established this rule any
2: uh anything that we do for the backlog. show
1: so. i guess that does that count because it was something we did for the show
2: What Persona Four? Well, uh, Persona Four, I wouldn't count because it's like it is on my backlog, but it's like it's for the show, so I'm not counting that as my 24 games. Right? I'm I will be doing 24 other games than games we talk about on the show, if that makes sense. Just to clarify that, like again, this is this is why I'm I'm just also recant real quick, like recap. I'm I'm so bummed that this is our like this to me is the first episode of the year because. I have been sick. I was sick through the fucking game of the year, which I was so mad about. I was sick through the the next uh, the the beginning, the first episode of the year. So now I feel like tw- I feel like twenty twenty three started for me today, and like I'm I've got like the What's... fire burning in me. No, and... I, I, twenty twenty. This is definitely the first like real episode. Yeah, of th- this episode. yeah to me this is it. This is this is our new thing. So I want to well, the game of resolution
1: episode always is like the first episode of the year, but it also always usually happens within the first day or two of the year right. so it's like so it
2: hardly counts right it, i
1: mean it's t- it is the first episode
2: of the year but this is the first like episode of the year where we're talking about games of this year right correct okay. so what i want to um emphasize and, and reiterate and, and kind of explain my train of thought here is we are going to play all the games for the show that we're normally going to do, and plus i want to complete 24 games on my backlog hopefully uh from at least 12 different consoles, right? And so, no, 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 not hopefully you must, I will, you... I will, I will do it if you don't, part. there's a, there's a punishment at the end of the year. Okay. Well, I will, I will definitely do it. Don't worry. And persona four was one of those games that was on my backlog, but I don't want to count that towards my backlog game since we're talking about it for the show there. Having said that, I have played, I played three games, uh, from my backlog already, but they're all kind of short games. So that's why I don't really like counting them. Right. And I feel like they're like kind of cop outs because again, I have been nothing but sick. I've been laying in bed a lot. I've been playing a lot of Comfy Fourteen and trying to help friends through that.
1: Well, how about this? Why don't you tell me what you played and I'll tell you. If I counted played
2: what might be some of the best Mario games ever. I played Mario, uh, Mario Land, Mario Land Two, Six Golden Coins, and Super Mario Deluxe, all Game Boy.
1: Games. I would I would say that mario land six golden coins counts i would say that mario deluxe doesn't count because that's just super mario brothers yeah and i would say super mario land is a little too short so i'd say you've played one game for your backlog that's fair you played a game boy game and you played the best game boy mario game super mario brothers 2 the six golden coins one of my favorite game boy games of all time it might
2: it's really good
1: it's not my favorite game boy game of all time my favorite game boy game of all time is donkey kong the, the one that the super long one that's, that's like all puzzles
2: that and i i started another game because like you ever I, played that uh the which donkey kong Are you t- the game yeah. boy ones yeah no i haven't
1: okay i'm gonna you know suggest for, you, for your backlog
2: uh-huh
1: it's just called donkey kong and it starts and you're like this is just the fucking arcade donkey kong and you get mm-hmm. through those four levels and you're like what and then it's about 80 more levels and they're all puzzles hmm and it fucking rules. I'll check it's it out. the first time that Mario ever did a backflip. Okay. Uh, there's boss fights. It's it's the best. It's the best original gray cart Game Boy game.
2: Yeah. Mm. Well, I'll fucking check it out then, because like,
1: and I say gray cart because people are like, what about Pokemon? That's such a big game It's like, let's put the original Pokemon. <laughs> what a great RPG on the Game Boy. Absolutely. This, but that is like the tail end of Game Boy going into like when they could do more. Mm-hmm. This is original fucking Game Boy, and I can't believe that puzzle game was on the you know that fucking Game Boy. So that's what
2: that, that dude. The original Game Boy was like, and still kind of is like the de facto puzzle handheld, right? Oh yeah like there are still tons and tons of there were god living in japan i would always like i mean it wouldn't be as common as i I think it was but like you know it was not uncommon or rare to see somebody pull out an original game boy on the i mean that that it it would always be like some old businessman but like that is a system built on the back of tetris yeah yeah it's so Um, like it's such a smart good console i think that's well, I don't know. Part okay. of the nostalgia of the Game Boy is what's been driving me lately, and God, like, yeah.
1: I want I want to hear your thoughts on because I really do love six golden coins. This is <laughs> this
2: is your book club moment. This is yeah, your this fucking is, book report. Look, tell I me think, about
1: tell me your thoughts. Have you ever played it before?
2: Uh, I I played it like because I played Mario Land like the original one before that, mm-hmm. and I always loved it. Like the music in that game fucking yeah. slaps. Like it's but did you short ever played game. golden golden the six golden coins before? Six golden coins. I had only played like a level or two because I had a friend who was like, "Oh yeah, you played uh, uh, you know Mario Land growing up. You should try this one." And this is probably in like the mid late two thousands that I tried this. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, "That's cool," but like at that point, I was like, "It's like were we really playing Game Boy games still?" And you know, I didn't really play. it. So I, I finally sat down with it this past what week? Uh, tell me about. Yeah, about a week ago, I think I sat down about it, and it was fucking great. It's a brilliant game. I love um, I love Mario's little bouncy ball. Explain it for the people at home. Book report, okay. dude. So, Explain uh, it for the people God. at home. Uh, see, this is hard because I get to do the first book report. Your book report was, I already did a book report. Go listen to it. It's episode 24, the anime episode. Not 24 episode. 29 whatever it is uh look it's it's a mario game exactly how you would expect it except for this time uh wario is taken like this
1: is this is the first introduction of wario
2: is it the first because i thought like he was introduced before this is wario's debut oh cool well shit wario shows up in his first debut uh and you've got to take him out just like any other mario game you get got to go to these six different worlds but the cool thing is is you can kind of do them in fucking really any order you want
1: yeah it was the first like it was the first Mario game with an asynchronous world where it's just like yeah hey, you, you need to go you got six world with six golden coins do them in whatever order
2: you want yeah you just start on the map and it's just like oh cool i want to go to like the toyland first or like space you know it's like it was really cool that a game from the fucking game boy did that <laughs> you know like I, I was kind of shocked, being like, Oh wow, there's a world map here where I could just go to any level. Cool, all right, I'll just do this. And then uh yeah, but like it's it's pretty much a Mario game that you would expect. I mean, like there's nothing the too first, shiny
1: or um, different, like it's the first and only use of the super carrot, which gives mm-hmm. you bunny ears that allows you to yeah, kind of fly hop. Kind of like which slow glide it's, down. It's like the it's the, and shit. it's the pro the prologue to yeah, the Tanuki suit, the the raccoon tail or He's the He's got the a uh tail.
2: A rubber, what is it? A super ball? What do they call it? Because it's like it's similar. You would think it's the fireflower when you pick these up, but it's not. It's like a bouncy ball. They put it in the um Mario Maker Two, I think. Right. I mean, Maker it's ba- it's
1: basically a fireflower.
2: Yeah, it's basically a fireflower, but it can bounce off of walls yeah. and stuff, which mm-hmm. is you know kind of cool for like some. I don't. I I there's some moments where you like collect coins with it, and that's kind of cool. But it's not like used in the most. Um, crazy of ways i guess like it's something it's it's shocking enough as a power that Mario's had before and we just really have never seen him use it again you know i'd kind of like to see that brought back for a modern mario game i don't know the music in the game is great too like so and it's it a short actually, ride I, I mean i was looking something up because i was like i don't remember it
1: is just the fire flower it just doesn't look like the fire flower
2: oh is it really
1: it is what just is the it fire about? flower
2: yeah. that's the new game Okay, I guess that makes
1: sense. Let me ask you this: so there's six worlds. What was your favorite of the six worlds?
2: (sighs) Man, I probably think it's the the space one. I don't know, with the bad gravity. Yeah, I like I I just like um, space aesthetic to me.
1: You know, like the house where you're a tiny little man. The
2: house is pretty good. Like the 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 the, the reminded me of um, was it uh, big tiny land or whatever in Mario sixty four? Oh, Giant World or whatever. Oh, no, I was thinking of Super Mario Brothers Three,
1: World Four. Oh yeah, world, Mario world, Brothers, world Brothers Three.
2: Yeah, everything's huge. Um Mario needs to do more of that shit. I don't know. I, I look. I, I think Odyssey is still one of. The, man, see, this is tough because I think Mario Odyssey is still probably the best Mario game that's ever been made. It's not. Th- it's not. It is. It's not. Uh, but the these, best Mario. I'm gonna go. Hey, the uh-huh.
1: best Mario game that's ever been made is Super Mario World. That's the best Mario. It's
2: really good, but I think Odyssey's best is better. Mario. Odyssey is fine. It's
1: fun, but it is much like why I I don't consider it. It is such a different game than the rest of the Mario's mm. that it doesn't give me the that's Mario funny. that I want. Much okay. like understandable. Like much Breath like of Breath of the Wild, of the wild mm. is not what I what I'm looking for in Zelda, but Breath of the Wild is fine. I give it shit because mm. that's kind of the the, the joke, but. It's not a main line. I wouldn't call Odyssey like a mainline Mario. My favorite Mario's are Mario World, Super Mario, uh, Super Mario Land 3D. The one for yes. Uh, 3DS. Oh,
2: my god That one's fantastic. Yeah, that's in my top for sure. And Mario 64. I, I really wish they'd port the um, 3DS one that Mario 3D Land to Switch. The house is
1: called the macro zone, by the way. That's so true right. The pumpkin zone is also fun. Also, there's a zone called... So the, the, the zones are you got the tree zone where you're going up a tree and you're fighting like bugs and ants and fucking... Um, Bees, and at the end, you got to fight a big bird. Then there this, there's the space zone where you're in space, and the boss is the final boss from Super Mario Land, Tatanga. Yeah, then you got the yeah. macro zone where Honestly, you're like Mario in a big house.
2: That might be a little bit of the reason why I like the space because to it's got Call back to you yeah, yeah. to fucking that, but uh, the boss there is a big rat. Then you got the pumpkin zone, gotta have yeah, a horror, cool.
1: theme. gotta have a good horror zone where you fight a witch. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's the Mario zone where you're in a big robot, Mario. I don't yeah, like that was hard. Zone. And then the <laughs> final boss is the three little pigs for some reason. Yeah. And then actually, I think my least favorite one is the Turtle Zone. That's the under the underwater zone, yeah. just because the 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 uh, the physics of the underwater is sometimes kind of fucky. And then you they, got you have to go to Mario's Castle and beat Wario.
2: That's the whole game, though. Is like the physics are all just kind of weird in it, those two games because uh, it just doesn't like Mario has like too much momentum, I guess. Or maybe like I don't know, like he just kind of feels a little off. Oh. Like it does take a minute for you to Here's
1: a little here's a little trivia I didn't to know it, before. But Do you wanna know why time. do you wanna know why Tatanga is the boss of the space zone? Why? Because apparently uh, it is revealed that Mario stole Mario stole Mario's castle while wow. Mario was fighting Tatanga and that it was a setup. The whole setup for Super Mario Land is to get Mario away from his castle so that he can, so that Wario can steal it. And Tatanga oh, was shit. always working for Wario. See, well, that's kind of cool. I like that. Mm, I like that.
2: When are they going to bring all right, this game go
1: back for uh, Mario? Uh, bring back Wart first. Wart's cooler oh, than yeah, bring back Wart. Uh, I'd, I'd give wait, it a solid. I like,
2: give. I give all of the both of these games. I played solid, like gold.
1: Now, do we want to rate? Do we rate Nintendo? I feel like it's weird rating Nintendo games on a on a
2: trophy on, a, on a trophy scale. scale. Look, if I, I, I'm getting it out of five stars, I'm giving it a four. Yeah. Four maybe, stars, maybe, like that one. Maybe like four and like like a little bit of salt like coming down like in the salt bay like position like just oh giving a little love on top of this
1: are we becoming fucking on cinema at the cinema where you're giving things and then like (laughs) i I give this the five five bags of popcorn and a tiny little yeah uh, and two double a batteries so that you can keep playing the game yeah so so you can keep playing the game yeah yeah
2: i like that yeah because it's it's it really is it's like oh oh, yeah it's a solid game but like yeah it's you know here's a yeah, little i think bit i think a four point. out of five is good for this game i have yeah, the fucking great game. games uh um, if you had the chance like hunt these games down there play them on absolutely. native uh hardware if you can I now i am copies i am playing another game on my backlog oh have you finished it do you want to save it for next time or do you want to i haven't finished it? It, it i'll give you a or little you tease to? okay give, give me a little teaser mother is calling And if she says your name, yeah, if she says your name three times, you're in trouble. The fuck? Yeah. What is this? You'll see. But I've been playing that game, which is another JRPG. Weird sex thing.
1: Um, No. (laughs) No. Do we no. want to also? Okay, so that's no. That's backlog buddies. That's our new segment. Do we have theme songs for all dropping these segments?
2: Logs? No, I nope. don't think so. Nope. If you want to make a if, if look, if anyone wants to make a, a little bumper for that, or like Ryan's new and old magical bags. If you say them, that one more time, I quit uh, the podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah. So look, we got we've got that segment dropping logs. We're doing it all. Nope. Nope. No, no, dro- no. Stop naming <laughs> our segments bad. <laughs>
1: Because now we got to go into our these next new segment from the year. These are these are
2: great names. Well, They're the memorable. Name. People are going to no, remember it. it.
1: I hate you. <laughs> I have a new segment. Yeah. Called... Uh, I have more uh, hate for you. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, called You Suck. Uh, this is a segment called the Adventures. No, what are we calling this? <laughs> the The
2: wild, wild world. The internet. <laughs> I don't know. Um... um See, I don't think we could call it that this, because I feel like that would imply that you were like going oh, on the adventure. We're
1: calling, in this, we're calling this. I thought we were calling this uh, Final Fantasy 14 Ryan Reborn.
2: Yeah, Orion Reborn. There we go.
1: Uh, three new trophies in mm. Final Fantasy 14 since last episode.
2: Damn.
1: Uh, we completed Eden's Gate and Eden's Verse. We did. That is the first and second wings of the Shadowbringers uh, raid. raid. raid series, we still need yes. to do the third one. Maybe we do that tonight. And... I finally hit 90. That's right. Down to more five. In I hit 90 as a summoner. I picked summoner because I asked Chris, Chris, I'm coming back to this game. What's the most brain dead class where I don't really have to be
2: that good. And you said summoner. And I'm a summoner now. Yeah, I, I, I still think Summoner is that class. I think Summoner's the easiest. Um, granted.
1: It seems super simple. It's literally just, all right, summon my guy, turn him into Bahamut. Do the Bahamut skills. The Bahamut skills are done. Turn him into Garuda. Do the Garuda skills. The Garuda skills are done. Turn him into Titan. Titan. Hit the button. Hit the sli- Hit the mountain buster. Hit the button. Hit the mountain buster. Hit the button. Hit the mountain buster. Alright. Uh, now he's Efreet. Hit the button. Hit the button. Hit the button. Slam in. Hit him. Now I can do Phoenix. And then you just do that in a rotation. Yep. And nothing really changes. There's two buttons on my bar. I don't know what they do. And your your wife told me to put them on my bar originally and I don't know what they do. I gotta look up what they do. There's something about like a radiant light. And They're, they're probably your like off cooldowns or something like that. I don't know. I'll look it up. But you know, I've been playing this. I don't I'm not trying to do (laughs) high end content. I mean, I I will eventually. Going to yeah, I'll do that (laughs) high end content when it's become um, easy. Here's here's the thing. I yeah, not looking
2: to challenge myself, Chris. I'm really not. I know, but I have a hard time. I guess I have a hard time with this one aspect of the game because I am somebody who. I missed the be real. Fuck. Oh shit. You can't be real anymore, dude. I gotta post late. Hold on. I gotta gotta post late. late.
1: I gotta Uh, be late. I'm gonna post I'm gonna I'm gonna it's gonna be a picture of us on this call and I'm gonna put a record in the podcast.
2: Um I yeah, here's my dilemma with 14, right? Because I have a lot of friends that play, I play with a lot of different people. And I am starting to hit that wall. Of, Oh, how do I word this? Because I don't want this to come off like mean or like rude or just like that. I don't like playing with my friends because I very you don't much like do.
1: that me, the other friends that you play with are basically just mooching off your ability
2: and you have to keep running us or shit. No, I don't care about that. Oh, then what's the problem? I am a goal oriented person. Yes, yeah, so am I? So for me. I have I've completed all the goals, so my next step is to enter into the hardcore scene and enter yeah. into like normal like normal traditional like everyday savage stuff like work my way up to ultimate right. Yeah, and you, you want to be on the bleeding edge. Uh, I I don't even know if it's that. It's just that I I like the challenge, right? Yeah. I like I I don't mind like we've done a couple of like ex trials with friends where like we go in like it's a current ex raid and we'll try it and stuff and we'll we'll even complete it like we'll win but you know that'll take three hours of time to do and that's the game and that part of the game i personally really like because i look at the exes and savage and all the other stuff it's it's you know it 's a puzzle to me it's it is and especially with this game, because as many people like to point out, this game is all about a dance it 's a dance between you and the boss and how much d p s and whatever you know mitigation you can put in to that dance in the downtime or during the dance itself right and I see that dance as the puzzle it's it is that is the puzzle that you are trying to solve, and it's what skills do I have to help alleviate certain Troublesome parts of this puzzle. How do we do it together? What is the communication that we can have while doing it? And then we go and try to win the fight. That to me is the most fun because I can waste six hours, I can waste 10 hours doing it and not win because every single time I get closer and closer and I'll learn something And, and, and it'll be like that moment of that aha realization where you're like, I I just I understand it now. I get why this thing is doing this thing. Okay, everyone, like I understand this, do and then we all put it together. And once you put that, you know, together, you've got a completed puzzle and and then you win and and it feels great. I don't think many people get the same enjoyment out of that that I do. Nope. <laughs> and it's it's frustrating because i think that's the part of the game that i want to enjoy right now but none of my friends want to enjoy that like a lot of my friends kind of like go into a fight and you're not withstanded out of this like it, you are one of the persons that can be like why are we doing it this way when we can just literally go in and one hit it and it's like well there's no challenge to that it's like so what's to because then i see it in my head it's like so with what is the purpose of this because for me There's almost no purpose other than helping somebody else, which granted, you know, as I'm doing it, it's obvious that I don't mind doing it. That's why I'm there helping. But it's just like I'm I'm trying to find where my enjoyment can be again. And so I've I've really started digging deep into trying to find a static because I don't I, I think for the last couple of years I've spent trying to. Train and and to get you know my friends and the people that I've played with over the last few years to that level where I think they could do it and I right now I think they could I just don't think anyone wants to and listen. I'm just kind of like ah oh, man I, I, I got to go find new Chris, people to play with now so Chris I, want, Chris I want you to listen to me and I want you to understand uh uh-huh. I'm only playing
1: this game and getting the trophies in this game as a way to hang out with you and our I understand our
2: that I understand that.
1: I don't even really care about this platinum. Yeah. I could get I could not play this game and platinum 23 other you know other right. games at a time. So what I'm not looking for the challenge, I'm just looking to hang out. You are absolutely right in that everything that we are doing in this game together is beneath you.
2: It's not that it's but beneath only, me. Like I'm not above it, is, it. it.
1: It is, it is. But I'm only doing it because you said you should play this game with me. And I said, okay, I'll give myself a goal. Get these trophies Mm mm-hmm i don't like i I, I, we've had this discussion before i had mm -hmm. my time with hardcore progression rating and wow Mm -hmm. when i was 25 yeah i am 37 yeah (laughs) no thank you
2: i get it um i mean i totally understand that because that's where i am doing my research right now because i'm trying to find Groups that are kind of on the same mind because I I, look having said what I just said, I especially like in my recruiting process that I've been going through lately and like talking to people and like applying to be in groups. um, I have learned that I am not a hardcore person. I am not a hardcore player of this game. I could be if that is something that was like required of me. But like the groups I'm looking for are very like casual mid core groups where they're like, yeah, we want to have a challenge and we want to go into the challenging fights because we're all very versed in this game. We know how to play the game. Like if I go into an EX fight right now, I it's it's it, it, it's a little challenging to start. But within an hour, I'm pretty comfortable in the mechanics, you know, Do you so, want to know what it
1: is really Honestly, I I think I've just realized what it is. Hmm. When I was a hardcore wild progression raider, and mm-hmm. like I was never the best, but we you know it was mostly during RAF yeah. and Cataclysm. It was, was the best. It was Catalyst. yeah, it was we let's do next, let's do old let's fucking kill the Lich King and let's do this. And that that thrill of getting it and getting the next piece of loot to do it again, that has been replaced to me by trophies because trophies are that same feeling, but I don't need seven other people. And right. Some fucker can't fuck it up for me. See that's, that's really what it is. I don't have the the patience to tear about other people. We have you and I raid mm-hmm. with some very specific people. Yeah. And without naming names and being rude, yeah. There might be some people that don't pay attention and even mm-hmm. when we're synced up, we can sometimes lose, and then they go, Oh, what was I supposed to be doing? I don't have time for that anymore.
2: Yeah, and I I'm, look, and I'm not trying no, to be mean. I'm not party. trying to be mean to that person. I'm trying to. And
1: I, I'm i absolutely not. I'm just saying that sometimes it's, that happens. Your, your goals I, lie in different places. That's right. My and, goals have moved on, and my goals now involve playing video games without having to rely on another human person.
2: Right. Now, see, here's the thing is, I don't think my goals have, like, are too astrayed from yours. I think they're kind of in alignment. Because... My goal in fourteen, I don't care about loot. I don't give a fuck, like, about the next piece of... Like, because I know that that is some people's, like, goal is to be like, I need the next piece of armor because I need to be the best character, right? It's like, I don't care about that. Like, I just want to experience the fight. Like, because it's like, yeah, sure, I can experience, like... All of these, like, like we're doing Eden right now. It's like, I could experience Eden, you know? And and I I love that they have a normal mode because then, like, casual players and whatnot can experience it. You kind of get, like, a little bit of a challenge and then you're done with it. But the thing is, is that the extreme mode is so much different of a fight that I want to experience that fight. And the problem is, is that if I go back two years after it's out, I'm going to go into that fight, and sure, the mechanics are still there, but we're killing it in about 30 seconds. And it's just like, well, then I didn't really get to experience this. Now, did I, and yeah, I, hey, I missed wait, out.
1: You want to, if you want to do those synced once I know what the fuck's going on, mm-hmm. just for fun, I would be willing to try that. Right. What right. I don't want to do is beat my head against it the first time.
2: Yeah. I want I, I I
1: to get the trophy. I want to get out. Let and me... then later when I'm like, Hey, do you want to just try this for fun? And we can try it one or two times. Like ah, I didn't really get it. That's fine. Or Hey, we did it. That was fun to do, but right. when you said I want to go do Eden so that you can get the trophies, it's like okay, you have told me that the only time the reason I'm here is to finish it to get the trophy. And when it's like, well, mm-hmm. don't you want to bang your head against this for an hour? No, I just want to get the well, trophy. No, because I do want to say, um,
2: well, you you say yours and then I want to no, say. No, I, I, I realized something. Also. With with that, it's like when, it, especially when I was in, inviting you to do that, it's like I, I think the the plan was always to go in synced because. The thing is, is that those none of those fights are ever going to be hard, at, like at any point. Because one, we're already past the level cap. Two, um, most of us are going in as like fully melded, fully geared level ninety classes. And despite it still syncing you, the sync doesn't really work the way that people think it does. Like it, because again, like the sync works only so far. And once you, especially once you add a whole expansion to it, the sync doesn't really work that way. Especially you know that from just. Going synced into a trial like a Heaven's Ward, or not even Heaven, a Realm Reborn, and those like bosses melt so quick now that it's like, how is this synced? It's not. It, you know, it technically is, but it's not. But that's the thing is like, I, whenever before, I host a group and raid, I will, th- like, my only parameter is like, I will go through the fight. And what I will personally do is I will go through the hard part. I record the fight myself. And then I do call outs over it and I practice those call outs over and over so that when I do take my friends in who aren't as hardcore raid savvy, at least I can tell them, don't worry, as long as you follow what I say and listen to me, you're going to do just fine. Sure, it's going to be a little challenging, but I'm going to walk you through it with no problem. And awesome. then and then also on top of that, it's like also I would suggest you watch this video or this video before you start. You don't have that, to, but I'm it will not, help you a lot. I'm not doing like, that. I'm, well, I'm that's worried. fine. I mean, I wouldn't because I, that's the thing is some people will. Some people won't. But then we yeah. go in and I'm like, we oh, yeah. Hey, by the way, this is, is the, the mechanic persona
1: episode. Chris, we got to wrap this up.
2: Yeah, I know. Sorry. I, I I'm, just I'm really into the game and I, I, I just think, think I, I'm moving on, you know.
1: If I do not interrupt you, you will talk for 45 I minutes. know.
2: It's, I just wanted I to complete the I'm going to say one did, thing before so. we move on, and it's, yes, you made on.
1: me realize the reason I like WoW progression more than this is mm-hmm. you're right. The gear in this game is boring. It's just this has more numbers on it. The gear in WoW had weird kooky abilities that made the game different. Like, mm-hmm. hey, here's this trinket, and this trinket turns you into five people, and they all attack at once. Or here's a fucking sword that shoots fireballs. Here's- Whereas. All the gear in all the gear and you have to agree, all the gear in Final Fantasy fourteen is, is just it's a the same. Thing. Yeah, it's designed that way though. Because <clears throat> and That's
2: I boring. have this argument with our good friend, the Wizard Shengo, Brad, all the time. It's it is and you can call it boring, but I consider it to be the most perfect way to do it because at the end of the day, someone who is raiding like if you're if you're doing that and wow, if you're rating to get that gear excuse me, sorry. Oh god, I had a little hiccup there. Um if you're doing all that, then you are doing it with the sole intent and purpose to be good enough to complete the content or to have the objective to be the strongest at that or whatever, et cetera. Um, and why that sucks in that game is because there's so much random to the roles and to the gear and to everything to that that the well, meta it, game that is built it, around it, it, it is the way. Well yeah, but it's it's way more chaotic because in 14, yes, gear is a little bit and this is something that the community is constantly like telling them this, but we're all kind of in agreement that it's like it's kind of great because I know that this new piece from the hardest thing is going to be the best in slot and if I take my role in there, I have priority on that piece. I get that piece. I've got my piece. I don't have to do it anymore.
1: I don't like you, you're, you're, you're starting what I'm saying, though. You're talking about a different thing. I don't give a shit about that. I'm saying that I don't like that the gear in fucking Final Fantasy 14 doesn't have a weird uh, But that's it. Life. That's
2: why. That's why it, it doesn't have that is because if you put that stuff in, yeah. then you are now dictating a different meta that is based on. Players will say, well, you've got this thing, and you may have this thing, and it may be a really good thing, and it's, but you have it because there's this one stat thing that you like on it. No, I'm not talking about the stat. Or, or, I'm or ability, or any weird thing, it doesn't matter. It's that that thing can immediately be pointed at and said, well, this isn't as good as this item. Don't use it, or don't come with us. And 14 eliminated that completely. So it's yeah, like I in don't a way
1: lie. that makes it more like it makes it boring because it's like I it can't I yes. like I, I, I fully like understand weird that. kooky bullshit yes and like there you know the ability to fucking I, I can't even think there was there was a fucking one of the coolest trinkets in Wrath of the Lich King that you got in Ice Crown mm-hmm. Citadel was like you randomly. Morph into a different fucking like creature from Ice uh, from a uh, Northrend, and it'll give you different buffs depending on what you turn into. And it was just like, that shit's fun. There's nothing like that in Final Fantasy 14 where it's like, here's some fucking weird thing that just for a while breaks the game.
2: So and there is. There are three things that do that. One is called Blue Mage, and you've learned about that already. That's the other diff- two things that is different. It is a little different, but that it's, is a side game on its own. I know, and but and again, it's 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 all it in the preservation of uh, d- slowing down people and and the fight for what is meta and what isn't. Uh, there are two areas, there are two zones in the game called the Bajdan Resistance, uh, Bajda Resistance Front, and the uh, the Forbidden Land. Eureka. And the thing is about those areas, when you go into them, they change pretty much. They, it, they're basically just whole different games on their own, but they give you like weird abilities that you can use and combine with each other. You can turn certain classes. Like I love going into Bajda and being a red mage tank, which is just like. So like it's it's even fun going in as a monk tank but it's that like sounds they, there's like a bunch mini of, game on us
1: that sounds like a mini game to the side of the game and that's not what i'm it talking
2: kind about. of is but it yeah. kind of isn't at the same time because they're all built around building your relic weapon so it's like all right it's i'm weird, ending but, this yeah we're yeah, done with
1: final fantasy 4 yeah <laughs> that's that's been a fucking uh we're re- this is uh the segment is called final fantasy 14 orion reborn also known as uh stop talking about this or chris is gonna go forever <laughs> <laughs> yes uh before we get into it one other thing is i've been playing more marvel snap oh no so hey you'll be Which happy I like to it. know I, did, I didn't i did not buy that holiday it was only like 85 dollars set i didn't spend 85 dollars on the game Okay. Instead I spent $150 on the game. Oh, uh, Ryan. And you know what the best part Ryan. is all of the cards that I got, I'm not even using cuz I don't have the other cards that would make them
2: really good. My friend, let me tell you about any number of card games that are just
1: Marvel <laughs> Snap is the best card game. I like it so much. It's so much fun. It's not. The bad. only thing I don't like about it, right? No, you can't say it's not fun. I'm having No, I didn't I didn't say that. I said it's not bad. Oh, I thought you said it's not, though. Oh, um, no, no, no. The only thing about it I don't like right now is I have a quest where I have to take uh, 15 locations with only one card, and I just don't have the decks for those right now, and it's hard. But I listen, it's a fun game. I don't like the collection aspect. I feel like I'm missing very specific cards to play. Not even just the best decks, just decks that work. But at the same time, it is the perfect... Fucking game for my office because games are like two to three minutes long i get done with a patient i sit down i play a game and then like oh you got to be in room three it's like oh okay cool i'm done and it's out and i play like for 15 20 minutes a day i'm not like these people playing like six hours in a row on twitch but I, yeah. i'm hell of casual and i'm loving it
2: so yeah, i like the uh, i got no problem aspect of it
1: with marvel snap it's a great game uh right now my go-to decks are the devil dinosaur deck uh i got a a cool pool four card which is hard to get called helicarrier that works for it but i still need the pool three card ghost rider to make it work so i'm looking for that i've got the brood uh pinned in my shop until i get enough tokens and once i have that i'll be able to make a really good uh sarah uh silver surfer deck because like that's the main card i'm missing from that so i can't wait for that um it's good uh i like Marvel snap it's the best card game uh it's the best digital card game available right now
2: um uh, Yep. No, Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links is still out there. Yu-Gi-Oh! No, Yu-Gi-Oh! is stupid. It. Nobody it's everybody stupid. that likes Yu-Gi-Oh! is a pervert. Um You're right about that. I, I'm yeah. not a big fan of Yu-Gi-Oh! though, but this is the
1: persona it. episode. <laughs> hey, it's persona time. Or do you want to talk about wrestling?
2: No, let's not talk about wrestling. That's not fun to talk about right now.
1: It's not fun to talk about how the WWE <laughs> is in complete turmoil because Vince McMahon inserted himself back as the <sighs> the chairman of the board and then his daughter quit. Does anything changed about that? Like uh, Apparently, the Saudi thing was a complete and utter rumor. That's good. Yeah, I mean, it's, looking like, it's looking like the top people that are probably going to buy it right now are either di- the top three rumored biggest actual buyers are either Disney comcast universal or tony khan that would be wild uh he would have to get like an investor but if imagine if he fucking bought wwe and they merged wwe and aew and it was just sort of like you know raw smackdown and dynamite that'd be tight oh i want to see kenny omega just become the champion of uh, have every belt that happens. That would be so great because the first thing that would happen is Tony Khan's like, all right, Roman, you're dropping that belt to Kenny Omega. Have a great day. Oh my god. Kenny Omega yes. is the best wrestler on the planet. Oh my gosh. We since there hasn't been an episode since this. I don't know if you've seen this. So um New Japan Pro Wrestling did their their WrestleMania basically. It's called yeah. WrestleMania. It always happens on January 4th. Um which is uh which is pretty good cuz you know none of the wrestlers I like that were there uh a couple years ago could have been somewhere else 2 days later. <laughs> um anyway, uh fucking Kenny Omega had a match against Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega when he was in fucking uh when he was in there he had his his entrance song was called Devil Sky and it sounded very like anime final boss. Yeah. Like well, for this one they're just like fuck it. He came out to one winged angel. One winged angel. Yeah. It was really cool. He was standing backwards and he's wearing the Sephiroth coat, like with the shoulders. It was like, Oh yeah. shit. he's coming out of Sephiroth. And all of a sudden he just throws his hand out and on the screen, this giant black wing comes out and all of a sudden the ding, 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 hits. And it was just like, this is the greatest fucking thing that's ever happened in wrestling. And yeah. then he beat Will Ospreay. And now he's the IWGP United States heavyweight championship. And then the next night on new year's dash, which is the smaller pay-per-view they always do the next night. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a surprise main event him and kazuchika okada who won and beca- became the iwgp heavyweight champion teamed up in a tag team match and they are like eternal rivals but to team up together that was like oh shit, shit. so wrestling rules uh, like goku
2: night- vegeta teaming up to win right Dude, yeah
1: last night on rampage well i'm sorry it's monday three nights ago there was a street fight between TJ, which is Ty Conti or Ty, Ty Mello, I think is what she goes by now, um, and Anna J versus Willow Nightingale and Ruby Soho. and were fucking. It got bloody. Uh, it was so fucking rad. It was just four women beating the absolute shit out of each other. Willow Nightingale tried to powerbomb Anna J off the stage onto a table and miss, and just powerbombed her onto the ground from like five feet up. I don't know how she's not fucking dead. Uh.
2: Oh, wrestling rules! Wrestling's fucking uh, you and a bunch of other people have really turned me into like, oh, like I like wrestling. Like, wrestling, awesome. I'm I'm really bad at like seeking it out, but like, God, I love when people like turn it on. I will fucking watch that shit. I'll get into it. I can root for anyone, you know. You know what's just as good as wrestling? Video games. Persona Five Royal is it though?
1: This is the Persona Five Royal episode, and I'd like to start mm-hmm. by saying this. For, since 2017 i've said my favorite video game of all time is persona 5 yes. having played it four times no it's not okay and i'll tell yes. you i still think persona 5 royal is the best rpg i've ever played my favorite rpg but i've now realized when you play the same 100 hour rpg four times within five
2: years mm-hmm. it starts to slow down on you it's
1: it starts to get a little... I, I, I'm i going to say now I think the best game of all time, my favorite game of all time, is actually Donkey Kong Country.
2: Oh, see, I thought you were going to say Control, but it's acceptable. No, I, I, I Donkey Kong like, oh. Country fucking rules. I Control,
1: I think, is the same thing. I played Control f- four... How many? Five times? And by the fifth one, I was like, all right, I get it. Do I play you know Donkey
2: game, Kong Country 3 on my backlog this year?
1: You know what game I've played through multiple times and I never get fucking bored of?
2: Huh donkey kong country That's
1: but i do think that platformers have an inherent like it, you never get tired and playing you know fucking super
2: mario world yeah i could go back to a platformer pretty much any day that i chose uh but yeah with a jrpg it's definitely something i got to get into the mood for although like i i think the only one Outside of like, you know, 14, but it's not even like I'm replaying the story in 14. I, have,
1: I haven't I have not really
2: R- played the story at 14 all doesn't like, count because 14 is an MMO, which
1: inherently is different than a normal
2: RPG. It's hard to call it an MMO now when you could play the whole game single player. But like, I get you. I understand what you're saying. But like
1: there is that main story quest. Sure. Is technically an RPG. It is totally a RPG on its own, but it's it's. it's it really isn't though, because a lot of that main story. Why are we fucking talking about Final Fantasy <laughs> fourteen? Most of that main story is just a setup to allow you to do the other MMO things. Sure, because yeah, totally. You know, I've, talk, I've talked about, I've complained about this. It's like, here's a quest. What is it? Go talk to this guy. Go talk to this guy. Go talk to this guy with no. That's every video, game. Game. That's that's what, every video that's, game. I think that every might be why every you... video game has combat, and there you can play this, you can play that main story quest for an hour and never fight anything
2: you could play a persona for an hour and not fight anything but you can at least
1: go be doing things that aren't just sit here and you like you get to make choices hey, that's you, what it is Ryan, in persona you 5 you too. get to make ch- hey shut up in persona <laughs> 5 you get to make choices in in final fantasy 14 you don't okay. make choices it's, it's always it's it's a path it's talk to this person talk to this person talk to this person
2: which is the same in Persona. It's 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 a path. That it does. Not. There are so things that you can it, kind of take a break in the middle of and go do other things. No, like you know, I'm I'm shutting you off. You don't get me. <laughs> no, but uh, what was I? There was some other point that I wanted. To, oh, like I I think Final Fantasy IX is the only JRPG I could actually just sit down and play forever, over and over and yeah, over and over. Or again. No, but, that's fine. Yeah, but that's again, that's like a weird one, right? And I don't know if I'd count Fantasy Star as that, but Fantasy Star Online episodes one and two kind of get that too. But like, I look at those as mostly like just well, you you call it an MMO, but it's a totally this offline is game.
1: Persona episode and it's an I'm offline done game with an
2: offline story. Game. I'm cutting you, you can off. Play with We're four friends about. on a couch. Uh,
1: is this the Persona episode or the final? I think this is part.
2: the uh Chris. Chris got their mojo back after being down for like three episodes i
1: i, I get go get your mojo unback. <laughs> my mo- uh, <laughs> my mojo is missing oh no we got to. Right. fuck we I, have to go is missing how do i sound <laughs>
2: We the awful one, two, no. also uh offensive to my culture. Uh,
1: getting the get in the, get in the emails, I was gonna say, get in the comments. We don't have comments, get in the emails. Tell me how my uh,
2: awesome powers. Uh, what if we did like our packs our email again? Uh, I have more trophies than you at gmail.com, which terrible, terrible. We email. might get we might have to shorten it, um, but like so, have it still redirect good. so you could use either. But we'll see what more, happens. it should it have just been like more Look, trophies bought uh, at gmail.com 2023. Big yeah. shit's happening for this podcast. Like, I promise yeah. you, like, this this is the year. Like, I've got my fire under me, man. Like, yeah, I'm like excited. It. Like, I'm burning. Get us, get us a sponsor. That, I don't care about that, though. Like, I really don't care about making money on this show. I, no, I, want no, I don't the It's not the money. It's just then I can say it's we're a sponsor podcast. And yeah. it's like, yeah. Oh,
1: hey, I want you to understand one very important thing. Everything I do is for the clout. Yeah, that's fair.
2: That's fair. But, um, no, yeah, like what if we did a PAX panel but we showed up as Austin Powers and Doctor Evil? You would have to be Dr. Evil.
1: No, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be Austin Powers. Cause <laughs> I have the better I have the better impression. Oh no, my mojo. My mojo. <laughs> my mojo. Yeah, baby Groovy. I'm Austin Powers. Oh my <laughs>
2: I'm austin powers baby <laughs> i'm austin powers this is now baby. the austin powers episode we're gonna talk I'm about the spider shaggy for the game boy color and future.
1: i'm from uh, the past in the future what was the other austin
2: powers game there's austin powers those games aren't really games they're
1: like fucking palm hmm. pilot little thing yeah there, there's a pinball one i think doesn't matter persona 5 persona, persona 5 is, is a, game. Is a An video anime. game and it's the best persona game Because they took everything from the other ones and they made it.
2: What you say that? But how many Persona games have you played currently? Four and five. Okay, so you have not played three. No, have not played two. Not have not played one. No, I have them all on vinyl. I don't think you're going to be able to play a PS1 game on your vinyl it's
1: the best music you
2: go and take like a copy of Crash Bandicoot 2 you put it upside down throw it on your fucking disc player (laughs) he says hello grandma or whatever the fuck he says Um,
1: (laughs) mostly okay so we're going to do the book club thing I'll talk briefly about it but mostly what I want to talk about in this episode about Persona is the difference between Persona 5 and Persona 5 Royal and why you should just be playing Royal over 5 of course but have you ever played Persona 5 before,
2: or was this your first time? Uh, I've never played Persona 5, period. Ryan. What? Yeah. You I were watched, supposed to play for this episode. I watched the anime instead. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> no, I play, I've played it with my wife. Like, I didn't, she had the controller. Excuse me? She, my wife. There you go. Because right, again, this enough. this is another one of those games where mostly we're, we're doing it the, at the beginning. Like we decided on this game pretty quickly. Like this is one of those where yeah. it's like if we were deciding on it, like uh, you want me to give you a full back end thing, you yep. got to give me like three months to play this game because I, I, I said I'm hey, doing well, that with I'm Persona to, Four right now, and boy, that game is long. This is horseshit. I said let's play Persona, and then I started it later that day and I beat it. Why didn't you do it? You've played it four times. I've been sick. I've got uh, other priorities in my life right Uh, now. This was the fourth time. Which one? Uh,
1: This was the fourth time that I played it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what I want to ask you is this. So I want yeah. to talk about the story a little bit, but then I have some questions. This is really what I want to, I've always wanted to have this discussion because yes. you've lived
2: in Japan. You know, Japanese yes.
1: culture. I got some questions for you. Oh
2: man. You know what? Ugh, this is so bad because I, I cannot wait to hear these questions. You know what? I'm not even going to bury my own. Le- I, just go ahead and ask me these questions. Okay. So Persona 5 starts,
1: you're the protagonist. And usually, yes. at least with Persona 4, that's my only, I assume Persona 3 is the same thing, but it always starts the same way, which is, you're from somewhere else and you need to spend time in a new area. Now, in Persona Four, what it was is your parents had to like leave the country for a little bit. So you yeah. have to go to like they, uh, they just Yasugami. You. <laughs> they, well no, they they like send you to your uncle It's like, yo, you need to leave live here for a year because we gotta go out of country. Yeah. And I assume you've played Persona Four now. I assume yeah. that, that is like Yasugami's supposed to be like in the outcome what, what is it the Inaka or whatever?
2: It's Inaka, yeah. It's definitely in Inaka. Inaka town. Uh Inaba is actually, if I'm correct... Oh, Inaba, yeah, I guess Yami's the school. My, I fucked up. I think, Inaba is not real. I know I'm that. Correct. It is based on, like, Totori area, uh, uh, which is kind of, like, that's... Um, actually, I, and I do... I, while this version of Inaba is totally fictional, I do think it's kind of... Loosely based on like the actual area where Inaba is in totari um, I get the sense that yeah. Inaba or whatever this Totori place is basically like where I live, where it's like yeah. it's a
1: yeah I can see a that. relatively medium sized city that nothing else big is around it.
2: Yeah, to, uh, just for anyone at home, uh, Tottori is the like prefecture uh like if you know where osaka is osaka is kind of like in the middle of the country right and then you go more west and then you hit hiroshima hiroshima uh something something hit hiroshima yeah (laughs) baby we got there we're going back to this conversation. There's- we got that joke, baby. We got it in. Yeah. So you got Hiroshima there in the west. Totori is west of Hiroshima, but before you get to, uh, it, before you end the island, it's it's kind of that that little last western section of the island where like. That's where like the desert of Japan is, kind of like the dunes and stuff, and it's Japan has dunes. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in Toltori, actually. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, okay. it's uh, because that that was one thing playing through Persona Four that they do mention about how like uh, beef is so like super did good. This so for you
1: the Persona Four
2: episode. Yes, I will. I will, of course. But yes, you were anyway. continuing on. Yes. Anyway, so I'm continuing saying so this
1: episode that that is that was the Inaka. This is the exact opposite. This is the heart of fucking Tokyo. Yeah. The idea here is that um and this makes no sense to me. So, your character saw a lady being harassed by a man and yes. went and tried to stop him and he like basically fell over and immediately went, "I'm going to sue you and have you arrested for touching me." Yeah. A lot of this game the theme is if you don't do what I say, I'm going to immediately sue you and uh, you have I'm going to Why is blackmail like the That's number one the, thing that people do to each other? In Japan? Is that it real?
2: Is. Yes, like Why? entirely. I, I think it's because, like, physical violence and that kind of stuff is like nobody really wants to do that. And also, you get your hand. Like, if you kill someone, like that sucks, right? Like, you murdered well, somebody. Like, that's probably. If, gonna, you, kill, like, you, if know. you kill somebody anywhere, that sucks. Right. But
1: like, there are multiple times in this game and lots of side stories where it's just like, "Hey, my son." uh was your student and he overstudied himself and he went into a coma so now i'm gonna blackmail you or else we're gonna tell everybody that happened or you know hey um you married my fucking sister and then she died and now you're watching over the kids so you i'm gonna blackmail you or else i'm gonna say that kid is being uh harassed or uh, assaulted by you it's It's just like everyone goes immediately to hey uh uh, fuck fuck you pay me money or else i'm gonna make fake charges and it's like everybody just commits perjury and blackmail all day.
2: Yeah, I think that's it's it, it's the mental attack more than it is the physical, right? Like in Japan, like, like here in America, I feel like if somebody wrongs you, you're just gonna pull your gun out and shoot them right between the eyes. Well, I just feel like, like okay, put in, me in the Persona Five world, and it's uh-huh. really simple. If somebody comes up to
1: me and says, "Hey, um, you better." I'm going to make up charges or else uh, you, you pay me a thousand dollars. I'm going to make up, uh, I'm going to take this photo that I took of you in a nightclub and say that you're a prostitute and will be like, Oh, I got a better idea. And then I would punch that man in the face and then break the phone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Why that? Well, if I'm in the persona world, I'm just constantly punching people in the face. Yeah, yeah. And like all the break your nose, there's no, there's no reason to kill anyone. All you have to do is just start kicking people in the chest. Yeah. And like all the problems
2: in this game are solved in five minutes, but that's, that's kind of like <laughs> that's japan though right yeah, like, if it's if, weird. like that's the thing is is i, I god I, I i think we're gonna have a really deep discussion about this when when it gets to the persona 4 episode because i think what the persona 5 episode is the localization of it is a very more direct and literal translation of events you know and i think that that and the themes of like uh, blackmail and all that kind of stuff there are those are social happenings currently in Japan like that's more often than not like I like I know people like that are like oh yeah there's this person saying this and it's like they're why did are they blackmail? saying it they're completely wrong and it's just like yeah I just think that person just doesn't like you like, did you ever get blackmailed no 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 I did you ever uh, did you ever blackmail anybody no but I, I did get a ticket once it wasn't a ticket, but I got I got pulled over by the cops twice for blackmailing. No, do you want it? <laughs> okay, so the first time I got pulled over was for on weeding, my bike doing weed. No, that I would have been murdered. Oh I mean, yeah, they're very. Like, they're I would have been. Angry. I would have been erased. Um, yeah, murder is a little rush. Uh, yeah. Erased is the proper way of saying it. Um, no, I was on my bike, and I had my headphones in my ears so? and i crossed is that illegal in japan yeah it is you cannot ride your bike with anything covering your ears really well i guess I it's so that you otherwise... can hear like emergency vehicles and I shit think like that
1: but... yeah i think that's technically
2: a law here too like you definitely yeah yeah i got but... i got pulled over and they they gave me a, a warning slip on it how much did it cost it didn't cost me anything it was just like hey we have record that you've done this now so don't do it again and then the second time uh it was both me and my wife that got pulled over yeah because we were riding next to each other
1: not in a line not in a line that's
2: that's i think pretty i'm pretty sure that's also a law here that's stupid I think you're just bad at bicycling. No, I love bicycling. Like, I, I'm not mad at bicycling. I'm mad at fucking pigs and their stupid do you like, cop laws. Do you like that you live now in a bicycle town? I do. I, I, I don't have a bike right now, but I cannot. Uh, I have a friend that I might be buying a bike from in March.
1: So All right. Maybe. They just admitted they live in a bicycle town. This is
2: another clue oh, onto where Chris lives. Oh, man. Rip me and this city. <laughs> nope
1: <laughs> sorry you're right not Oregon yeah Rip you city. live in, you live in
2: no <laughs> oh rip city yeah yeah that <laughs> ryan got have there you, everyone <laughs> have you heard of uh have you heard of rick tid yet no i haven't
1: do you know what R- rick tid is R C T I D.
2: no tell me so that i don't feel dumb in my own city
1: rose city till i die
2: oh uh, you will see that around yeah. hashtag R- i have C-T-I-D. seen that around okay rose city till i die listen i might
1: not live there anymore and i only live there like i'm 37 i only lived there for four years but i do still consider a very seminal part of my life was in portland so
2: yeah like i get that like dude i lived in japan for like three and a half years and like i get it yeah it's a very formative part of my life it changed me it changed the way i thought What what age were you in japan from from what to what
1: 25 to 28 Okay, yeah, and I lived in Portland from 23 to 27.
2: Yeah, and I feel like those are like, look, 24. growing up as a teenager and shit, oh, you don't you don't learn shit. You're Where you learn what life is, that's between the ages of like 23 and 28. That's where yeah. you learn what life is. And like, that's and I did that in Japan. So that's And I did that in Portland. Yeah. <laughs> of all places.
1: I think, I, mean, I think it helped. It was definitely a very progressive place to live. I think mm. it's the reason that living here in southern oregon which is not heavily red like it's 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 i'd call this a purple area now like it's
2: got its good mix but it's definitely you know it had a yeah, it's, it's every it's, it's got its ups and downs so i can especially yeah. living god damn it uh <laughs> living in about stewart area and listening to uh npr and hearing about everything that's happening around the state uh yeah I i get it Oh, you know what? This may be something uh, that I might I'm just, just cut. This to is say that we're both Oregonians now. Yeah, that's true. I think we've let the people know that, though. That you live in. No, that I live in Oregon. Although, anyone to come to my sh- stream or Twitter, you would know. This bit. Yeah. We we might have just killed this bit. This bit might just is, died. Is this finally the end of the? I bit? think this might be the end of the this the bit. I, cause this has been a good bit. That was the bit of twenty twenty two. Yeah, this is twenty twenty three. The bit died. I think it. in this process we just watched the bit die.
1: No, no no no. We didn't the bit the bit didn't die. We have saluted the bit. We yeah. this the, we're the year off. we uh last year was the year of stolen the Vikings funeral, and now the stolen valor is over, and we're gonna give. The bit, the the time it deserves. You used to live in Indianapolis. Now you live in f- again. That's the end of the bit.
2: Um, thank what was me- it? Hey, I'd like what to thank the, the end bit. The bit? Like to- <laughs> what? <laughs> What'd you say? I don't know. Don't worry about it. Wait, what did you just say? Oh, no, then. I was just, uh, I was counting stuff. No, seriously, what did you just say? I said, was it the end of the bit?
1: It was the end of the bit. I'd like to thank the bit for its service. Thank you for your service, <laughs> bit. And we will retire the bit. And we'll find a new bit
2: but not the Chris losing.
1: And the new bit. bit, the new bit is that over the next year, I'm going to slowly release Chris's phone number. Oh, shit! <laughs> number by number. There's going to be
2: a, secret. but, but also they're not in the, the
1: correct order. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're just over the next 26 or so. episodes, <laughs> There's going to be what, how, how many digits are in a phone number? 10, 11, there will be 10 okay. secret numbers. Not, it's not in this episode in the next. And I'll just, randomly I'll be talking about something and I'll say a number and by the end See, of this if you can you, find them all you'll have Chris's phone number.
2: Is that weird that I said that it was 11 when it's 10 but I was thinking from the perspective of calling America because calling into America is an 11 digit number
1: where yeah, in that Japan is, that is not, a little weird because although, you have had a American phone number for far longer than a yeah, Japanese phone number.
2: But I have had a Japanese phone number but also this is Jap- Persona
1: episode Yeah we're talking about Persona right now, Japan Alright, so the beginning of that game is that you knock the guy over and he's like damn Brett, I'll sue. That's a meme. And <laughs> this is the weirdest thing. The court decides that uh, your probation is that you should go live in a coffee shop in a, in Tokyo. Very strange. Which it's implied that you already lived in Tokyo because of who you knocked over. So it's just like, is Tokyo really that big that they can just move you to the other side of town and it's like... yes.
2: Yes, it is.
1: It is that big. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense because there's like, like multiple parts of the game where okay, so you basically live near in in some back street, yeah, uh, small part of, and you're you're closest to Shibuya, mm-hmm. but like uh, during parts of the game, you go to Shinjuku, you go to Akihabara, you go to some place called Kinjocho, which is that a real place or is Kinjocho? that a fake place? Yeah, Kinjocho is that's a real place. So it's like if you're if Tokyo is that big, couldn't you just go home anytime you wanted to on the subway?
2: you could it would take you like an hour or two maybe but like so
1: is there so the basically they just said you need to go that'd be like
2: living in fucking new like york new, and like yeah you live like you you, you live in upper manhattan the and they're like you know what you're going to staten island you fucked yeah up. exactly you <laughs> fucked up We're banishing you to
1: staten island
2: <laughs> sorry anyone for staten island <laughs>
1: nah fuck staten island um I was going to say yeah, it'd be more like, it's, well, it's, I was going to use West Coast terms because I don't, I was going to be like, that'd be like if you fucked up and, and you were living in Orange County, is was like, uh, you live in Anaheim, go live in Garden Grove. <laughs> but okay, so that doesn't make any sense. But yeah, your your punishment is that you have to go live with some dude who's one of his uh, customers is a friend of your parents. And so for a year, you have to live uh, above a, a fucking coffee and curry restaurant which i'm starting to think maybe it didn't you don't live in fucking tokyo because at the end you have to take that bus so maybe you live in the Inaka, and but then why would that guy be out in the Inaka? i don't know anyway it doesn't matter because so, that's the thing is like why would they like from from what i've gathered of like why just would the government of there? japan in general well one exactly like you like, why you, would they- you assaulted a man go live in this fucking
2: attic yeah, that. Why wouldn't seem- you just be under probation with your own fucking parents? Yeah, because as far as I know, it's just like. I don't know, like if parents like parents can kick their fucking kids out, out at e- like thirteen and just be like, "Go figure hap- your own out shit of,
1: out," you know. Out of everything that happens in Persona, like there being a cognitive world, you being able to steal people's hearts, you having personas, the yeah. thing that makes the least sense it's is the why reason. are you living above this guy's-, <laughs> <laughs> or, this guy's restaurant? Anyway, so unlike Persona Four, where like you, I don't want, I don't want to keep. Pre- Uh, talking about persona four because we're going to do an episode on that next time but stop talking
2: about persona (laughs) four okay so
1: persona five you move here and everyone thinks you're a delinquent and you're a piece of shit Mm -hmm. and you're an outcast and you go to this school and you realize off the the cuff that people are already spreading rumors about you you're the the transfer student who's you know committed crimes and everyone thinks you're an outcast and the only people you can talk to are this one fuck up dude named ryuji that's it and uh, with him you determine that something's on your phone is weird because of course in any persona game you have to form a contract with the velvet room and that gives you persona rights and the way they do it in this game and unlike the other ones where there's no tartarus 13th hour there's no uh, midnight channel tv in this it's you have a fucking iphone app that lets you go to a secret world inside of people's cognitive you know, mindscapes, and you find out that the recent volleyball teacher is basically abusing his staff and sexually harassing all the
2: underage students. Yep. This game gets dark quick. I mean, you say dark, I say a very typical Japanese story that you would see in the news at any other given day.
1: <laughs> yeah, but to go to start the game and immediately go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That's, that is kind of a uh, hard landing for anyone who wasn't expecting something like that. Yeah, it's a little weird. Um, and so that's what
1: so Persona Five. The basis is that every every Persona has a theme. The theme of this one is rebellion, and it's you got to go into these people, and you got to become thieves that steal hearts against people who have distorted desires and have turned places into their palaces of uh, spheres of influence. And I could go into each one, but I don't want to do that. I just want to kind of grossly talk about because this is a hundred yeah. hour RPG. Hit, the, hit the greatest
2: i will say that the concept of using like the mind's palace uh the moment me- ah, the mementos like each palace yeah. for like th- each fucked up thing i thought was like a really cool way of visualizing it yeah i did think it
1: was cool the way they did it so like the first guy is Kamashida, he's the PE teacher and he views the the school like his castle and he's the king because He's an ex uh Olympic volleyball star who's won uh you know I think gold for Japan. And so he treats all of his students like shit because he can and no one's going to stop anything because it's like oh he's the Olympic volleyball coach. He's mm-hmm. basically, you know, untouchable and he's like harassing all of the female students. I'm pretty sure it's in, in pro- implied that he's trying to have sex with them. Yes.
2: Yeah? Yeah or is having sex with them is because i the the aunt's friend is uh, the she-ho. one yeah who jumps, jumps
1: out he keeps, he keeps getting yeah. her, uh assaulted by yeah him and so you use this app to like steal hearts and what that means is you go in and there's a cool little cat and he's named mona because each one of these games needs a little like mascot creature and this one is a cat who is named Morgana. And if I ever got a cat and I got to get a black cat with white, I would name it Morgana. Cause it's a cool cat. Um, and this, <laughs> this cat is like, I'm a shadow, but I'm not, I, I don't think they ever really determine what the fuck Morgana is. But uh, he teaches you. It's like, you got to go and you got to fucking steal the treasure that this person deems like the thing that makes them great. And then by doing so, it'll change their heart. And so it, it basically like, I bet I guess the the best way to put it is that it makes them feel guilt.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And so it's making them uh, reflect on what they've been doing. Yeah. What they've been doing is bad. it's like uh, kind of trying to show them and change that, that little part of their, their being. Um, And
1: so the game itself is a cross between a day to day visual novel life simulator and a turn-based uh JRPG dungeon crawler. This is the first one where the dungeons aren't random, just whatever. They're actual like real dungeons. And I think that is why I like this game gameplay. Even though I like the characters and the stories from four more, mm-hmm. I think I like the gameplay the and everything aspect. more because it's it's not just okay here's a random go up enough floors until you get to the boss. It's okay, here is this one. And uh you need to uh like find the two keys to get over here and you need to you know unlock the and there's actual puzzles. But I will say as a caveat, that is fun the first time. On the fourth <laughs> time, when you're like, I already know what the fuck I gotta do, and I hate that I have to just do this, it does get boring, and I would rather have the the just random ones because then at least with the random dungeons on the fourth time you've played it, you can just all right, I'm over level for this shit, I can just dodge all the enemies and not have to do anything and just skip to the end. I do find that's a little bit faster because the fourth time I had to do Akamura's palace in the, that's the fucking spaceport, the fifth one where you have to do that puzzle with the gates that are on and off. It's like, I already fucking know this. I just don't give a shit anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's not the game's fault. That's me playing it four times fold. I want to make that very clear. Right. So, uh, I will say, when it comes down to it, though, I think the reason that I love Persona is that as good as the RPG is, my favorite thing is the day-to-day life simulator. Yeah. Especially trophies-wise, because like the original Persona 5 versus Persona 5 Royal, the trophies in Persona 5 are far harder and more restrictive. You have to max out all confidants. You have to max out all your social stats. You have to read every book. You have to play every video game. You have to. There's so much more. And then in Persona 5 Royal, they made it way easier. It's like, you have to max out one confidant. You have to do one quest. You have to, you know, they made it way more. It's like the difference between uh, Horizon Zero Dawn and Horizon Forbidden West, where in Horizon Zero Dawn, you had to get 100% completion. And Horizon Forbidden West is just like, do one of each of these quests where they made it easier. And for the aspect of doing it multiple times, it is definitely better that, you know, I've had to play uh, Royal three times (laughs) where I can just speed through. But for a first time, I really do think I prefer the trophy list of persona five vanilla more because I liked having to do everything once
2: okay. once. You know what I mean? Yeah. I get you. There. Um, I got a question, I, uh, actually real quick, uh, yeah. to, to go back to what you were saying about the dungeons. Mm-hmm. Um, because that, that was one thing. And again, like I, I didn't have hands on with this game the whole time. Like sure. while watching my, my wife, play. my wife. But the one thing that... And this is only also loosely based on... like I I did watch my wife play Persona 3 all the way through, and I myself have played Persona 1 all the way through. Okay. Um, And with the dungeons being laid out in the particular way that they were for this game... The um, set dungeon instead of the random. Right, a set dungeon instead of random. Do you think that that... In the long-term... Uh, well I guess because you know you don't uh, well like, no, I don't know well, like, there, are the random, there are random
1: dungeons in this game because mementos right. the, the middle area is that random. is the closest to old persona because those are random floors where you're just going down mm-hmm. a tower instead of up but yeah um I do also want to say well what, I'm sorry what the fuck's your question uh, yeah
2: my, 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 my thought getting out through it was I just felt like the dungeons weren't as I don't know I, I, I guess I would just rather them be like how they were in persona like 3 I guess um like which i said like i this think i already one? said
1: this before which is the dungeons in this game being set things are better because they actually allow for puzzles
2: right but those oh, okay.
1: puzzles are only good once, once. right but okay, that is not the game's fault that once again though that's not the game's fault yeah that you're playing they're it they're going they're going to be things that i nitpick but it's because i nitpick sure. because i played the fucking game four times
2: okay I, I what guess, I think is great about Persona 5
1: sense. is that you get the best of both worlds because you have the fixed dungeons, but you also have the random shit and momentum. Right. Okay, that, that's fair. Cause... And Persona 5 Royal on the PS5 was even easier because it came with all the DLC for free. So it's like in Persona 5 Vanilla, one of the trophies is to max out the entire Persona decks. I forget what it's actual.
2: The how, many, how many are there in the in the game?
1: I want to say like somewhere around 80 or
2: 90. Okay.
1: Uh, you know, I was, I
2: was expecting, like, probably close to 100, so, like, that makes Maybe sense. close
1: to 100. There's one that you can only get a new... Now, like, a Persona uh, Persona 5 Vanilla, you have to play through a large portion of the game in Persona... In, um... What's it called? Uh, uh... New Game Plus. Because there's two trophies that you can only get in New Game Plus, and you have to get to a point where you can craft the ultimate persona and you can do the secret boss fight. Ah. Those are not in Royal. And so you can just oh. do whatever. And also, with the persona 5 royal ps5 dlc they give you a bunch of the dlc persona that weren't in the original game and one of them is the ultimate uh, persona from persona 4 uh golden because is Inagi Noakami, no okami but a better version of it that comes with myriad truths which is the ultimate attack in that game and so it starts at level 89 and you're allowed to take it out for free at level 2 and so this last time I just played it with that where it's just like, shit. oh, I'm one-shotting everything. That so in a way, that made it faster. In a way, it made this one the most boring run because it was like, oh, I don't even have to try anymore. Definitely not the way that I would ever, ever tell someone to play this game for the first time. But on the fourth time, fuck it. I'm just trying to speed run this shit yeah i think because, that's
2: fair i mean i would do that if if there are definitely times where i've played through the uh final fantasy games just because it's like oh i want to like play through this game a little bit and like i'll just turn on the uh you know like the auto limit break and stuff like that just to get there's through. also
1: an aspect of it too is like when we do this show when we do a uh when we do a game that has multiple versions i feel it's my duty to have played every version so i can talk extensively about everything like we didn't do the control episode god gamer for that we have not we didn't do that we we s- did not do the control episode until i played all five versions of control so i could talk yeah. about the differences turned out there weren't that many but i didn't know it, it's coming back on that thing Do you remember i told you i've kind of lived my life by a, a thing Quarter that mile my mom at a time yeah i get you Said so I live course my course life out of a quarter mile. Quarter mile time, of time yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I'm out there, it's Hey, it doesn't matter if you're an inch or a mile. When is winning? No, I. Uh, my mom always told me as a kid, you can't. You don't knock until you try it. You can't right. say something's bad until you've had it for yourself. You can say I don't prefer it, I don't want to find out, but you can't say this game sucks or this is good until you've done it or seen it yourself because you don't know for sure. That's why I'll never say something is shit until I've watched it. It's why I watch a lot of bad movies and watch a lot of bad TV, because I have to know. And so with this, I had to play Persona 5 on the PS5 before we could do this episode in case something was different. The only big difference was they gave you all $85 worth of DLC because the DLC in that game is literally just some Personas from two, one, two, three, and four, uh, and a bunch of costumes, like, and the costumes don't do anything. It also gave you like a bunch of, um, uh, accessories. Like I had an item that gave everybody plus 15 experience. So I just leveled them up a little bit faster. Oh yeah. But, uh, in this one I've made all my guys wear Christmas uniforms. So the whole game, my guy was Santa Claus and you know, on was in a Santa bikini and Morgana was a little snowman.
2: So that was fun that really adds stupid. nothing to the game yeah. um i i like it when games add costumes especially on the multiple playthroughs because yeah may, i may not do it for the whole especially not the whole first playthrough of a game but like it is nice to you know there's is is an bright. entire i almost went with there's an entire costume set based on
1: Featherman, which is the made-up <laughs> super sentai inside of the persona universe
2: Yo, when are they just going to make a persona that is just based on, like, common writers or some shit?
1: I would love for them to... It's called Featherman. They just need to make it. I want to talk about the Persona 5 life simulator side and why I think this is the best persona for the life simulator part. Because in Persona 4, which you're playing right now, you know, you've got your social links, you've got your social stats, and and that's fine. There's not a lot of choices, right? And we'll talk about that next episode. Persona 5 has a plethora of fucking choices of what you're going to do every day. Because on top of, like, the like 15 or 16 confidant links. There's also, you have these social stats. It's your knowledge, your guts, your charming, your kindness, and your proficiency. And all those are good for is that you need those at specific levels so that you can do other parts of the social links. Because it's like, well, this guy that runs the airsoft shop gave me a fucking paper bag to hold while the cops were raiding him. And it's got a real gun in it. But until my guts are high enough, I can't talk to him about the real gun. And until I can do that, you can't up his social link. So it's like those social stats only exist to further the confidant links, which is kind of funny because a lot of the social uh, stats can also come from the confidant links. So it's like a sneaking its own tail on that there, which I think is pretty fun. But on the other hand, all of the fun things you can do to get those social links are why it's fun. Because it's like, how do I want to spend my day? What's well, like, what is the... Th- this is the part of my brain that it itches that I love. It is the optimization of the most points you can get today. Cause it's like, I could go and study in the library because that'll give me uh, some knowledge, but also because people are looking at me, it'll give me more guts. But if I wait, it's raining tomorrow and I'll be able to get more knowledge because when it rains, you can study better. So I should use this day to go work at the flower shop and get more kindness or, I can get more charm today because it's a day that ends at seven. So if I work at the uh, 7-Eleven ripoff, they offer customer service day on days that end in seven. So I'll get more charm and more money. It's that optimization that I think this game does better than any of the other personas. And it's so much fun. You got all of these dumb DVDs that you can watch once you buy a a fucking DV player and a TV for your room from one of like the secondhand shops. And they're all like, it's probably different in the Japanese versions, but in this one with the localization, it's all making fun of TV shows. Like, if you want to up your guts, you can watch The Running Dead. If you want to um, uh, get more guts, instead of watching 24, you can watch 31. Uh, you can, you know, upgrade your proficiency by watching uh, Mac Guy Macver instead of MacGyver. It's like, it's dumb shit like that. There's all these books you can read, and then what I really like they did with the social links here. So, in, in Sona 3 and Persona 4, and all those, the social links there, all you get is if they're a part of your team, you get like abilities. And if they're not part of your team, basically all you get is like you can get more XP when you get the Persona. Here, mm-hmm. all the social links have added abilities. It's that thing that I told you about. I love building a base and putting upgrades that uh, increase my gameplay, right you know like right. in far cry 4 it's like all right if i build the fucking garden then i'll you know get more herbs that i can use for this or it'll up my uh, efficiency with things like that right. i love that in power. metal gear
2: five it's about mil- building
1: that mother yeah. base up so you get building more to use tons of games where we can yeah do right. that in fucking in th- this game So it's like the confidant levels I'll give special abilities. So it's like if I build up my confidant level with my teacher, Kawakami, she'll unlock the ability that randomly on some days she'll come in and I can uh, she'll be like, all right, it's study time. Everybody stop paying attention and you can do whatever you want. And that'll give me time to either craft different teacher tools or read more books because there's only so many times you can read the books and reading books gives you more social stats or abilities and uh you know in the original one there was one to read every book and so that up that or like when you go into a when you go into the fucking uh I was about to say the TV but that's persona 4 when you go into <laughs> a palace when you get back in or the original persona 5 if you went to the you know the metaverse for a day when you came back you could only go to sleep now one of the nice things they did in royal is that they got rid of that. And so it's like, if you go into the metaverse, when you come back, you can still do something as long as it's in LeBlanc, the place where you live. Mm -hmm. So you have some options unless you get Kawakami to the max social rank and then she can come over and give you a special massage. (laughs) And then that allows you to go and do whatever you want for the day. Kawakami's got a really fucked up story. So you have a social link with your teacher and her deal is that she's being blackmailed by some parents who she like uh, had a student that he... Uh, She said, Oh yeah, you know, you're going to get called. You should work harder. And he overworked himself until he like put himself in a coma Mm -hmm. and they're blackmailing her for some reason, which makes no fucking sense. So she has to work on the side as a maid. Yeah. Like a sexy maid. And her whole social link is about inviting her over and being like, look, you don't, you know, you don't have to do this. You can just be a good teacher and don't worry, I'll fucking deal with these fuckers. But all of the things that she upgrades is like, all right, her first upgrade is she can come and like do your laundry for you. Because there's a laundromat where you'll find gear in the metaverse that it's like, this is a sooty pair of armor. You don't know what it does until you do laundry, but that takes a whole day. Well, now you can hire her to come do your laundry for it. Or she can make you coffee, which is like, you know, potions. And then the last one, she'll let you uh, slack off in class. There's one also where she'll let you slack off in other classes so you double the rate that you can read books, which is amazing. And then the last one is that special massage. And that's what I love about this is that depending on what you want to do, like, do I want to do the social link with the politician, which will make me better at negotiations? Because unlike Persona 4, which you're known right now, you know how you Mm -hmm. get the fucking, um, the way you get new personas is that card game? Yeah. In Persona 5, you have to do negotiations, which is when you you hit an enemy with its weakness and it goes down. If everything is down, you can talk to one of them, and you can do a negotiation to get him to join your side. This is the one thing I don't like, which is the negotiations are really weird. There are four types of Persona, upbeat, gloomy, irritable, and vague. Uh, or, or something like that and it's like you have to answer these questions based on like okay if they're upbeat they like funny answers if they're irritable they like serious answers if they're gloomy they like vague answers but because of the the way that they I guess uh, localize the game sometimes I'm not, I am not have no fucking clue what is the upbeat or gloomy answer because the guy would be like oh no you're going to kill me right and, and the answers would be like that's the plan if I must I don't know and it's just like which one of these is the that's the plan. apparently is the funny answer that doesn't sound funny <laughs> yeah so there are some social links that make it so it's like okay i sometimes they'll just join you or sometimes you'll get a redo if you
2: fuck up i wonder if some of that stuff is like lost in translation one trillion percent because playing through uh digimon survive most recently was, that was kind of like another thing was, um, when you would try to recruit Digimon to, like, your team and whatnot, you'd pretty much have to have, like, a negotiation with them. Like, you'd you- have a conversation. And if you succeeded in the, the, you know, come and work with us, but like there were a lot of times where there'd be this specific option. And I'm like, well, this does not make sense for like a, a positive uplifting response. Like, I don't understand why this is the choice, you know? Uh, so I'm, I wonder if that's a localization thing. And I, well, you said it probably is, but like, it probably is. Yeah. I don't know. Like um, if anything of playing, through watching persona five and playing through personas you know one myself and uh playing through four right now uh it has got me on this deep deep rabbit hole of like localization research yeah Um, and especially being the persona games at the the focus of that that uh uh, it's it's something that I will probably talk about a lot more in the next episode. But it's like this is a, a very interesting topic that I um am currently deep into reading. Ooh. Like you you wouldn't believe how many articles and video. Like I, I, the other night, I watched a two-hour video about the localization of Persona Five. Ooh, and Persona send me that video.
1: <laughs> I will send me that video. Like I fucking love long-term. Uh- video essays like that, Mm -hmm. where it's just on a very specific topic. If it's something that's like niche, but fun. I mean, that That's definitely like the whole defunct land thing that goes back to that whole video that he made about the fucking line, you know, the fucking, uh, genie pass and fucking fast pass system. It's like that shit can be interesting if you just care even a little bit.
2: Yeah. It's, and that's the thing is Please send me that video, the persona games have struck this, um, This uh, interesting like rabbit hole for me because or like it's just struck this thing in my head where it's like, dude, I've lived in Japan. (laughs) Like, I get it. Like, I I know. I know a bit of what it's like. Like, and then it's like I've been a high school student who's been in trouble before. So I kind of get that aspect, too. But like I have a question for you, Chris. Uh
1: What game do you think as an American? Do you think like for me, not you, someone who's lived in Japan, but what game do you think loses the most in translation? The Persona series with its, like, very, Man. hold on, hold yeah, on, I've got yeah. one or two, let me, let me give you these choices, let me talk them out. What do you think one loses the most, the Persona series with its, like, day-to-day things and, and social things like that, or fucking Yakuza?
2: That's tough because I do think that Yakuza lost a l- so much. Though we were call- we're calling it Yakuza, and the game is not even called that anymore. It's called Shut Like up. a Dragon. Shut um, up. So yeah, I think that, that like Yakuza
0: example,
2: lost lost a Goku, Yeah, it's um, But no, I think that uh, playing and especially playing through you know Like a Dragon Seven recently. Or, well, I guess, you know, a year ago at this point. God yeah. damn. Um, I was genuinely and pleasantly surprised at its localization. I, I think I even remember talking about how uh in that game, when I'd play, there would be moments where the character would be talking. And I'm like, well, that's not what they're saying on screen, you know. But it was like, in my head, I could see, like, I could see what English they're trying to portray, but i can also just hear them speaking japanese and understand what they are saying to each other. I'm
1: sorry, but that's that's not what i mean. I mean like on the long term like from the
2: social aspect, not but that's, just like changing the words. What do you think No, but i think is, that it's 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 within that. It's it's there are nuances in conversation that like i think the persona team it's interesting what they do with their localization and especially with what they did with Persona Five and even going back to like the the previous ones because I think that persona and localization, those topics go hand in hand together. Like those are something that those are some of the most prolific things. It was it, like did you know in Persona One there is a character, um, God, and I cannot remember his name now and it's been ten years since I played the first one. But uh he's this goofy looking dude. He wears like a sock cap and stuff. And in the American one, <laughs> they Changed that character uh, to be a very stereotypical African-American portrayal. And it was not good. (laughs) Uh, But and the reason they did that, though, is because in their minds, they're like, well, there's going to there's going to be, you know, not just white kids at school. Like there's got to be other races too, like in class. Right. So they just changed this character and then like started changing some of his dialogue. And it's like, yeah, this is a little bit racist. Uh, yeah, you they, probably they should have just that, stuck to the Japanese. That's weird. Kid, they do that in, um, right?
1: like they, in Persona 4, have you met Funky Student yet?
2: I haven't met Funky Student yet.
1: Funky Student is a, is a kid with an afro that uh, you can talk to a couple times throughout the year and you can do basically the, he's got like, trivia questions mm-hmm. or like brain teasers and by doing yeah. them you'll get some rewards i have to assume in the japanese version he
2: wasn't talking he's like yo what's up no you dig and i can, uh, I can tell you that for sure because when it, we'll talk about it more next week uh but like the persona 5 localization i think they did a, a way better job with trying to capture some more of that like in more japanisms or whatever you want to call it I them. can only think of one character in all of Persona 5 who isn't just
1: fully japanese Yeah there you have a teacher named Miss Ch- Chono who I believe they say is half spanish
2: Hmm.
1: Well maybe true but like But other than that I, I can't think of any other Well I mean I think it's implied that no I was going to say one of the characters one of the side characters might be
2: like korean but
1: mm-hmm. I don't because, think that's true actually
2: that that's the thing with uh, playing through Pers- playing through persona 5 oh you know on is half swedish
1: she's yeah. half japanese half swedish that's the other big one yeah but like in persona There's a part f- in persona where you go to hawaii on a class trip mm-hmm. and you beat a bunch of americans mm-hmm. and they
2: i don't know they play them kind of weird but Yeah, that makes sense i mean americans are kind of, like even but no, being but it's, an american like, when i was living in japan whenever you'd run into americans they were always weird
1: well it's like there's a couple of Amer- there's also a couple of like like native hawaiians and it's just
2: like what are you what are you doing here see that's a that's a touchy subject right they're there. just making them they're
1: just making them be like aloha yeah, yeah hey yeah, yeah. i i love we this is american we all eat garlic shrimp I was like do we do we all eat garlic shrimp i'm like i love garlic shrimp but <laughs> Um Okay, it's, it's I want to kind of <laughs> just I want to quickly yeah. give an over over overview of the end of this story, and then also talk about the royal stuff. Mm-hmm. So basically, for the first couple of chapters, it's the same kind of always persona stuff, which is you meet a new person, and then that person's got a dungeon. So like you know, in that first one, you get on and Ryuji and Morgana. That's your team, and then the next dungeon you meet. Uh, Yusuke, who's this little artist dude, and you meet his uh sensei who's like stealing shit with the fake Mona Lisa, and then in the next one, you meet Makoto. Who is the student class president from the class above you? And then you get to deal with this gangster shit. And then you meet your Rosette your Futaba, who's this little shut-in, what's it? Hikikimori or whatever?
2: Kikimori. Hikimori. Hikiko Mori. Anyway,
1: she's got she's got problems with like crippling anxiety of going out. And she wants you to seal her heart so that she won't feel that way. And then that leads into the bigger story. And you you're basically just getting more people for your team. And the last one of those dungeons, you meet Haru. And the thing with that one is her dad owns like the big uh, fast food chain Okumura Foods which has Big Bang Burger which is in four have you done the uh, the rainy day beef bowl challenge yet no on rainy days in Persona of four there's a beef bowl restaurant in town where you got to do the mega beef bowl challenge if you don't do it it gives you a lot of like it's actually a place a great place to go on if you've got the money on rainy days because by not challenging it or not finishing it you get a bunch of social stats okay I remember that there's also a trophy for finishing it which you need f- full stats for in this game the equivalent is that you can go to a local burger place and they have the big bang burger challenge which is just a bigger like a 20 a foot burger that you know once again if you don't finish it you get a bunch of stats if you do finish it you get even more stats and there's different levels of it anyway her dad's a piece of shit who's just like he's like a Bezos you know his whole thing is that the workers are robots to be used and thrown away she's like you gotta change my dad's heart and you do and it accidentally kills him yeah and you're like what the fuck's going on and so there's this guy there's this kid who's like this detective whiz kid he's Encyclopedia Brown and he's like I know that you're uh, going into people's hearts, and I want to join your team. Uh, guess what? He's actually a piece of shit who's been killing people because he's a yeah, Spoiler: like He's the bad guy. <laughs> anyone who likes Goro Akechi is not to be trusted. Yeah, there was—I forget her name. She was a really nice girl. There was this Mega sixty four fan who would used to go to like packs and mm. and game days and shit. And one time I noticed, she had a—I think it was maybe an AX. She had a backpack of nothing but Garo Akechi pins, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" You should have—it's like, my favorite character, and I just
2: went, "You're a psychopath." You—you uh, should have followed up with one question: Did you beat the game? Oh no, no, no! She <laughs> knew that he was a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, oh no, she—she no. she knew. <laughs> oh, she didn't no. care. Hey, every, uh, everyone's got their favorites every, for their own
1: reason. Every yeah. every character is somebody's favorite character. Yes. So that so. Turns out that the whole time this has been going on, there's been these mental shutdowns that are going down, which is somebody is going in to the cognitive realm, and instead of stealing treasures, they're just killing people's shadows, which is their cognitive self, that are like the fucked up ones. And if you just straight up just murder these fools, people's brains just basically explode. Shut off, yeah. Um, and so there's this whole, between like each level, This the one cool thing we've never even talked about is this game is something that, it's like half in flashback. So it does that in Medias rest thing where you actually, the beginning of yeah. the game is the end of the sixth dungeon and you don't know what's going on. You get caught by the police and Makoto's sister, who is the head prosecutor is basically for the first six, sevenths of this game is a flashback of you in an interrogation room while she's asking, how the fuck did you do all this? And it's like the, the confidant links, and all the things you're doing, she's asked, is like, well, okay, there was no way you did this without a skilled hacker. Tell me who it is. I was like, I'm not gonna tell you what it is. And then you get this, you know, you flash back to the story of meeting with <laughs> Um, she wants to know if you're the one who's behind all these mental shutdowns because there's some conspiracy with like some heads up in the government to do these mental shutdowns for some reason, and it turns out, guess what? You know who's doing it? That fucker that put you on probation at the very beginning of the game, and he's running for prime minister of Japan. (laughs) Of course. Of course, you got knocked over by the most important person in the country. It just so happened to be that way, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, that's Um, how you set the story, though. Yeah, and he's using...
1: He's using Akechi to, because for some reason, Akechi can go into the cognitive world. So he's using Akechi to basically take out his enemies so that he can become the king of Japan. Um, Turns out he was given the power that you were given from Igor, and you guys are in a game against each other. It's you versus Akechi with the velvet room acting as the mediator mm-hmm. because they want to see, you know, this humanity want to be good or bad. And all of humanity, all of, all of existence, which is great. All of existence of the world, not just this one town in Japan rests on these two people. So it's not like anyone for the rest of the planet has any aspect. <laughs> any on this, right? it
2: any- yeah. Um, I, I love that aspect of the game a lot. Like that, that shit is the most like anime fucking my theme ever in a only moment. problem wait how much of persona 4 have you played uh b- 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 there's a f- first dungeon second dungeon no right okay in? never mind I'm i'll still talk about my end but i'll talk about my problem Se- next maybe, maybe like seven eight hours yeah yeah we'll talk about it more in the next one for sure so whoa, seven or eight hours see you look you, so much more games. you guys got a little bit of a preview of what the next episode is going to be. Well, look the next like. episode and is not only going to be that. The next now, episode is also going to be me talking about Persona Three yeah. after having played it for the first time. And then you're now we're going to hold a little piece of this to sprinkle in for the next yeah. one. So so
1: anyway, so the end synergy. of that. So basically, the end of that game is you going into Shida's brain because yeah. uh, you basically do this whole switcheroo where this is the weirdest thing. So after the game catches up to itself, where you're in the fucking interrogation room a catchy comes to shoot you in the head so that uh you can't tell on anybody yeah. but you this is the weirdest part of this game you knew that he turned on you without knowing it because of the fucking cat people can only hear it speak english if they've been to the metaverse if not it just sounds like a cat and Fifty hours earlier, there was a part where you at a state at a TV station for a field trip where he's giving an interview. Yeah, yeah And yeah. the cat says, "Wow, let's go get pancakes." And then about a minute later, the catchy turns the corner like, "I heard you guys talking about pancakes. I think ba, this ba, is going to pancakes." And then it's not never brought up and you need to think of about it, and all of a sudden they call back to it's like he should not have been able to hear me say pancakes unless he'd been to the cognitive world. So we knew you were bad the whole time. Even though me, the player, didn't know that. Somehow the characters all knew that and they <laughs> hid it from me because you That's gave yourself funny. mind-erasing <laughs> drugs so you wouldn't know it until that it's the weirdest thing. So <laughs> then he comes in, he shoots you in the head, but because you knew it and you that whole part of the entire like first sixty or seventy hours where you're doing the flashbacks is you trying to convince Say, Najima, Makoto's sister, that actually I'm the good guy and you need to help me. And you sh- she shows Akechi a phone, which puts him into the cognitive world where you're not. And he sh- the thing he shoots is not actually you. It's just a cognitive thought from himself from you. It's very confusing. And then you use that to double cross and then you go against him in a fight. And then... He realizes because a cognitive version of him comes up to shoot him that Shido was going to turn on him because he's a loose end. Cause he's the only one that knows. Right. And also it turns out he's actually Shido is a dad and a just doing this so that he can shoot him in the head later. <laughs> Very weird. Uh, then he's like, you know what? Actually I'm going to, I'm a good guy now and I'm going to uh, let you guys go kill my dad and I'm going to duel myself to death. You never say that he does. Uh, then you go kill Shido and that's the end of the game. The normal game and that's where that game ends that game ends with you turn sheet oh no i'm sorry that's not that's the normal end then you get the true ending which is you fix everything but everybody gets really sad all of a sudden because it turns out by doing all this yeah actually what you've done is unlocked the secondary true ending where the will of all people is to be enslaved and no one wants free will did you know that yeah uh, and you go to the bottom of Mementos where the treasure of Mementos, which Mementos is the cot. Like it's, it's basically like the hive mind cognition of the, the will of the people. Mm-hmm. And they all want to be ruled and don't want to make choices. And they want to live as slug monsters. Um, so you got to fight this thing. And it turns out it's uh, been the ruler of the velvet room the whole time. It was Igor. No, It wasn't Igor. So here's the thing. This is a big thing. And it's sort of, this is, it reminds me a lot of, uh, Phantom pain. Yeah. The velvet room where you go to do all your persona shit is got this weird little short dude with a fucking long ass nose. And he's in every game. Well, he's in three, four and five. I think in one and two, it was a different guy, but he's always the ruler of the velvet room. And he's always like, I've made a contract. And this place is a place between reality and dreams where we will see what you have made. And he talks like this weird voice in fucking four. It's a limo in five. It's a prison Um, in this game that they didn't bring that same voice actor back and everyone got pissed they're like it's been the same voice actor in all these games what the fuck are you doing and and atlas is just like sorry we just didn't bring him back and that guy never said anything about it well it turns out at the end uh you do everything and the ego is like oh well actually you failed i guess we're gonna have to kill you now uh and everyone's going to live enslaved. You're like, what the, but I did everything right. It's like, nah, fuck you. We're going to kill you. And then all of a sudden, his little helpers, who have been like two uh, little girls that the, this whole game have just been like, why are we? I can't remember why we're helping this guy. Fused into one, and it turns out that the real helper for Igor was supplanted by a fake Igor. and That's why he had a wrong voice. <laughs> and it's a monster who's been fucking with you the whole time so that way you would think he was basically using you to stop everyone so he could win because he's really the bad guy and then Igor shows up and it's the right voice actor that's
2: ingenious
1: yeah it's sort of like when Kiefer was doing everyone's figure is like oh okay they use Kiefer because David Hayter's going to show up later and then he didn't this is like oh they did what they everyone thought they were going to do with, with of Pain but they did it right well,
2: it's, and then you go and you I fight mean, that god and it's you gives, David Hayter uh, was there he was at <laughs> the very beginning of the game spoiler really? i don't know yeah um, is it am i am i wrong in saying this but it, uh because i never played ground i never played fan pain so i don't know oh then maybe i shouldn't spoil it for you i already I already know venom snake and all that shit because it's, it's when you're in the hospital and you're making yeah. the escape the other guy that is snake
1: and yeah, David but then at the end of Knight. the true end of the game where you've turned out that your uh, Venom Snake and big boss, actual big boss contacts you, that's still Keith Sutherland, even mm-hmm. though that should have been David Hader. yeah It doesn't matter. So the end of the game is that you're fighting you, basically this whole game, the enemies are angels and the heroes are, are devils mm. because that's rebellion, which is weird. And so the end of the game is you make the, your final ultimate persona, which is just Satan, and you shoot God in the head with a God bullet.
2: <laughs> that's too cool
1: like that's how persona 5 ends then they they did persona 5 royal which adds a new month which uh all they did for that with royal what they added is they added a lot of quality of life change of life stuff Mm -hmm. they added a new area where you can do some new stuff and do some new social links and like they added a you can play darts with your friends to get them more powers or you can take them to a jazz club where you can give more xp but they also added this character who's a school counselor who's there after the, the shit with the original dude that was sexually abusing all those girls, the school brings in a counselor for kids to talk to. Mm-hmm. And so it's a new social link you can do about like, and there's a new character. She doesn't really matter. Um, but you can do this, this talk with this guy about your feelings and you know, how cognition, how, how you perceive people can have an effect on other people. And at the end of the game, all of a sudden it's winter time and Morgana's a human Futaba's dead mom is back and dead Akechi is back and he's a good guy now and you're like what the fuck is going on and it turns out that while you've been doing the whole game that fucking counselor has been doing research on the cognitive world and using basically watching you guys and realizing oh I can uh, use my research to change the fucking real world using the cognitive world and he basically makes a, a utopia where everyone is happy But it's a false utopia where no one realizes that they're, you know, fucking Makoto's dead dad is back. Shiho never jumped off a roof. Ryuji never hurt his leg and never had to become a punk kid that wasn't on the track team. Like, everyone's happy, but they're also being controlled. And it's like this theme of, are you really happy if you know that the... It's the Matrix. Are you really happy in the Matrix if you know you're in the Matrix? And so the last month is basically just trying to... It's a story. It's a quick little story about that is like is it truly you know can you truly enjoy a reality if you know it's virtual Hmm. and then you fight him and you fight another god you basically his persona is is fucking adam from the bible um
2: is it a fucking uh what is it philemon or whatever
1: no it's adam cadmon which is Hmm. i guess like in the in w- in one of those like, you know, not Previous the Bible, ones. but one of those Bibles, it's like,
2: Cause I, like it I was gonna you say, shoot, uh,
1: You jump on a giant fucking mech
2: and you shoot it in the brain until it dies. The the one thing I do remember is uh with Igor, Igor is in all of them uh uh Yeah, was... Philemon is in one and two and yeah, it's the little butterfly the main, going like, against... bad guy and then like they well, No 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 Philemon four. Philemon's
1: a good guy. the, the or, bad guy is yeah. Nar- Narla Hotep from HP Lovecraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And th- so the whole the entirety of the persona like series, the overviewing thing is always a it's always a duel between a good a, a good benevolent God and a bad benevolent God. That's like humanity sucks. It's it's basically the story of Job from the Bible. It's Adam, it's you know, it's God and the devil being like, you know, these people suck. Nah, they're cool. All right, let's have a little wager. Let's give them fucking persona powers and see what happens and so in this one it's yeah they gave persona powers to looking, you yeah. and they gave it to a catchy and uh you use it for good a catchy uses it for bad but then you win but then the differences in this one that the guy that gives the powers is like you know what fuck that i've decided that i'm actually the best and both of you suck and i'm gonna take over <laughs> yeah um really quickly i want to go over the trophy differences between five and royal and then i want to yeah. give my recommendation of what you should do so in, like I said, in five, the trophies are so much fucking harder because it's like, you know, you've got all the same, the same like uh, play the game, you know, play each dungeon, whatever. But it's like, you know, it's uh, defeat the the special boss, you know, get every persona, get every confidant, uh, defeat uh, all the, the secret bosses, do all the quests, do all the social stats, read every book, play every video game. Uh, in in Persona 5 Royal, it's like get one social link to max. Uh, make someone your
2: girlfriend. It's much more uh, time effective.
1: There's like time there's conscious. a thing in there's a thing in fighting called a baton pass, which is when you hit somebody with a weakness, you can either go again or you can do a baton pass, which basically means give you that turn to another person and they get more stats. In Persona 5, um. In Persona 5 Vanilla, there's a trophy for doing a baton pass in one round with everybody. So you have to basically have, you have to chain, you have to have enough enemies that all have different weaknesses that you can chain a baton pass between four people. It's actually pretty difficult. You can only do that on so many different mobs in the game, and it's kind of random. You have to kind of farm for that. Whereas in Persona 5 Royal, it's perform a baton pass. (laughs) And there's a part in the game where you have to do it.
2: I, you know what, this this made me think of something that I, I hadn't really thought about until you started talking about these trophies, right? Yeah. Do you think that this is more of a reflection of how trophies are starting to go, or do you think this is a reflection on, this game has been out before, so we don't expect you to do as much through the kind of retelling of it, so we, we've we given you a simpler list?
1: I believe it to be a kind of a mix between the
2: two. Okay. So
1: first of all, there are still games that put out insane trophy lists. Yes. Uh, Look at fucking anything Capcom makes. (laughs) The difference is that Sony itself has had a internal thing of, look, people like trophies, People like when they get the platinum and they'll buy the game more when they get that. They really do see that. That's why they had the change to the trophy system of the ranks. It used to only go up to rank 99. Now it goes up to rank 999 because people like to see the numbers go up. Right. I feel like uh, with this game until now, was a it was basically a PlayStation exclusive. PlayStation said to Atlas, make these a little you know more accessible and you will sell more copies. And it worked now that being said i think that the trophies in both games are you're able to you can do the harder ones in persona 5 vanilla with a guide someone has already written out a guide where unlike persona 4 golden where you cannot get all the trophies in one run like it took me three or four runs because you cannot do like in persona 4 golden you have to max all the social uh, stats and you have to max all the confidants you can't do that in one year you just can't you have to do a first playthrough where you get all the social stats and then you have to do a, so- a second playthrough that's all just about getting the confidence. there's just not enough days and not enough time in persona 5 vanilla and royal there is enough time and days that you can do one run and get all of the trophies except for the new game plus trophies that are in vanilla okay I um I will say there are two trophies in vanilla that are kind of annoying. One is that randomly throughout the game, sometimes if you get ambushed, the uh, the bad guys will hold one of your uh, one of the party members hostage. It is completely random. I've played this game four times. It has only ever happened to me twice once thankfully in the original one where i had to get the trophy it just happened early on the game and apparently it's very rare and hard to farm so i got lucky and then once in this run it happened when i wasn't i was like looking away for a second and i got ambushed and it was just completely random. So that sure. one is random and kind of annoying and hard. The other one that's kind of annoying in Villanilla is that there's a trophy I've talked about in Persona 5 Four Golden called Hardcore Reset Fan where you have to get a lot of her like beginning opening dialogue lines. Mm-hmm. There's one of those in the original vanilla that's for Futaba, but they give you a specific number and it's low and it's easy to farm. I just did some grinding in Mementos and I got it when that first game came out. Overall this is what I think you should do. If you are just looking to play Persona 5 for fun and you don't care about trophies, play Royal. It is the better experience. It has got the more stuff and it's the full story. If you care about trophies, I would still play Royal first because it will give you a better knowledge of the game. It is easier to do the platinum and you'll get to do the new stuff. And then I would go and do Persona 5 vanilla with a guide because then you'll already know... Uh, you'll have a good basis of what you need to do. You'll already know what's going on. You won't have to do that end stuff. And you'll, you'll just have, you'll be better, I guess, informed in what it takes to do all of the shit in one run right overall though as much as i've said like i don't think i ever need to play this game again for like 15 years this is still i think uh, a five out of five i give it a platinum for trophies i give even though the persona 5 vanilla one is harder and it's got that one random one i still think everything is very doable the challenge is good but fair and there's enough guides that you can do it with no problems i'd give both of these platinums a platinum so Platinum's all around. It's a five out of five game. It's my favorite RPG of all time. It's not my favorite game of all time now, having played it because it isn't something I can just pick up and play every, you know, once a month like I could with Donkey Kong Country. But it is still my favorite
2: story in a video game. Right, that's fair. I get you. Yeah, solid, solid. Uh, Even though the trophy is like being a little bit harder in the first one to platinum on it, it's still like it's very telling of like your. Um I don't think I hierarchy love is the-, the right word, but it's you your I mean? like passion of like what is good and what isn't good
1: for my favorite part of Persona Five is the month of August when school is out and there's no dungeons. <laughs> and you can just and do and It's just the month of do it okay all right it's tuesday which means i can hang out with these three people and then that night i can go to the bathhouse and then if it's raining the bathhouse adds the extra stuff so i'll get some extra guts and there's uh oh, going that's better to a guts. And then I'm and the rain
2: this. is so nice i'll tell you I'll
1: there's tell a bathhouse you. literally a, like right across the little alley from where you live and you get charming guts for going there and you can go to the batting cages and there's a movie theater that if you do a quest the movie theater opens up in your back street it's fucking I love this game. This is a great game. It's five out of five. It's great. This has been a great episode. Oh, we still have emails.
2: Yeah. All right. Email time. Am I reading the emails or are you reading the emails? I'll read the email. Hey, my my problems are all fixed. I can speak easy again. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's start it off here. We got, hey, it's Sever again. Um... Hey, guys, uh, I was able to get in touch with a co who has a copy of Pokemon Black and White, and he's going to let me borrow it. So luck, I lucked out there. No bullet spin. I still think you should buy that bullet and buy the game because you're going to want to play it again down the road. No, you're you not. Won't have it, and it's going to be more expensive. No, you're not. <laughs> I do agree on that
1: point. If you do want to play it, though, just waiting, it's, it's only going to get more expensive. It's
2: all, yeah, that's, that's the one thing about... Pokemon like, games, games are never going to go down in, in price that's that's the thing about retro games right now is that i'm i'm having a hard time like biting the bullet but i know that they're only getting more expensive and especially with pokemon games because i own every single pokemon game except for emerald and uh shield and then the new ones the two what's Scarlet the most Island expensive pokemon games. game i think it's but, emerald that without- no, I'm no, not, no, 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 no. Not, no, it's, not, it's not counting, not, not counting box. What's it's, the most expensive? Uh, not in counting box. Uh, I'm going to say Pokemon box is like a thousand dollars. Oh, is- uh, you mean Pokemon box like the pre-order? Okay, I get what you mean. Um, I think it's going to be probably Heart Gold, Slow Silver. I yeah. think that like complete with Pokemon Walker. I think those are the most expensive. I think Emerald's the second most. <laughs> would be my guess. All right. Yes, um, because. Mm, is- is Pokemon Channel worth anything? Mm, I don't think so. I think that one was like one that was kind of like put out a bunch, right? Okay. Or it's it, they had a bunch of copies of it in and its initial and run. All right. Either way, continuing. Either uh, way, continuing. The subject recently came up a best Western RPG. Yeah. It was really cool to hear Kotor get mentioned. Have you ever yeah. played Jade Empire? Uh, I'm not sure if it's aged very well, but the fantastic Wuxia uh, fairy tale RPG from Bioware, uh, or it was a fantastic Wuxia fairy tale RPG from Bioware, and immediate. Fault and an immediate follow-up to kotor for my money it just barely edges out kotor mostly because of gameplay uh the story is basically the same though if memory serves
1: um no well, i never yeah. i owned jade empire mm-hmm. because i found it at a garage sale and I never played it. And then about a year ago, somebody offered me a really good price on my my original Xbox and all the games. And I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'll sell it.
2: And I never, I just never played it. Damn. See, I I never played Jade Empire either. It was, it's on my backlog. Like it's one game that I make liked it make it play. one of the. Please make it one of the games you play this year, so you can tell me about. it. Yeah, you know what? I'll do that. I'll check out Jade Empire at some point this year, and Perfect. then I'll give you my uh, review on it.
1: Uh, I I would be willing I think I've said this before but mm. I, my hatred of Xbox for some reason the original at, Xbox yeah. it starts with the 360 yeah. I don't have an original Xbox anymore cuz I sold mine but I would be willing to buy one and some games and ha- have a nice little collection maybe in the future because I do I do have good memories of the original Xbox
2: that was To me time. the original Xbox isn't the original Xbox it's called the Dreamcast 2 and then the 360 is the first Xbox <laughs> Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I mean, kind of. Like every look at the look at the controller, oh no, look at how no. the controller works. Yeah. Like, look at all the games that got ported over there because they had in production on the Dreamcast. Like, yeah, it's just the Dreamcast 2, my book. Even all the staff, all the like Peter Moore and everything, they all went to Xbox afterwards. So, uh, but uh, lastly, they go on to say, uh, "Where do you feel Morrowind sits in that hierarchy?" That game Fuck blew me away when Morrowind. it was uh, when it was released, and in its scope and depth, I still think it's pretty incredible. I have against modern a standards. Story, I'd uh, probably be my pick.
1: I have a story. I, want to, I have a story. I want to tell about Morrowind. Okay. One day, I went into the GameStop. Okay. I was looking for something to play.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And this girl behind the counter goes, what are you looking for? I was like, I don't know, something to play. She's like, what do you like? I was like, well, my games are like Zelda. She's like, oh, this new game came out for Xbox. <laughs> it's basically like the best Zelda game ever made. It's called Elder Scrolls 3 Morrowind. I said, what? And she's like, this is... Just just like a big Zelda with a million dungeons. I was like, that sounds great. And I bought Morrowind and I played it for three hours and I went, I fucking hate this. Oh, and I no. went and I tried to return it and she was like, nope, sorry, can't return it. And I was like, I thought you could return the used games. Oh no, I sold you a new one. So you could trade it in if you want. I was like, this is robbery. That and I never went back to that GameStop and then it, it went out of business. So fuck that place. Fuck that girl. I don't even remember her name, but she can rot and piss for all I care.
2: I like Morrowind a lot. I love Morrowind. I, uh, it's, I bet it's great. I was just great. misled.
1: Yeah, I, I bet I, it's great. I was just misled and have bad,
2: bad vibes from it now. I loved playing it as a kid. And then I also loved playing it as a kid after I like learned how you could break the game just
1: insanely. Break the game? No way. Well, yeah. You know, uh, <laughs>
2: thank you for the yeah. email. Stubborn. Good stuff. Um, oh wait they say lastly point taken i will never apologize again fuck you forever love sever so fantastic great job i I gotta remember what in relation that was they opened
1: up their last email with an apology and oh that's right there we go yeah that's an
2: apology call wait i thought it was kieran that started with an apology right no it was it was sever
1: guys no apologies
2: no apologies, no unless apologies. I
1: demand an unless I demand an apology. Tyler has that, to apologize. A link, yes, times, for saying on but... Link to the Past" is a bad Zelda. You must apologize for the rest of your life. Next email. Next email. So, uh, it's Karen again. Do we ever get new emails from that aren't from the same three people? No, this makes we, us look lately, like a, lately we've we we look like the we the look Ricky D. Yeah, it's we're starting, getting emails we from the same names. three people.
2: New look, email. New emails. That's the rule right now. We, new year, new emails. We need some new people in here. All right, kieran. Uh, kieran says howdy neighbors and the neighbors is spelled with a u and he says yes we spell it like oh, that which is the correct is, way oh, of spelling it email oh, emails over we're done uh we're all adults here you know we've all grown up but you know uh when you were younger who's your favorite video game crush woo. Uh, mine was a sexy little thing covered in white with its cute smile and those fingers. Boy, he'd know how to use them. Nothing oh, comes close to Glover. Love you, nerds. Kieran. This is a stupid... No, I'm not answering this question. You know what? Sexy. This this, stupid, this is a really good sure. question. What was your video game a, crush?
1: It, it didn't exist because they're not human beings. It's fucking gross, you perverts.
2: Damn. You're not even going to say, like, fucking Sonic the Hedgehog or anything?
1: No, I'm not... I'm not going to... I'm not in the fucking bestiality.
2: Cloud strife. I'm also not gay. Why are you naming men? I don't know. Like, you don't have to be gay to like men. Uh, (laughs) uh... I'm sorry. Uh, It's 2023. (laughs) Um... What what a fucking. (laughs) All right, <laughs> uh, I
1: don't, I, I do not have crushes on video games. You
2: never uh, had one single crush on a video game character ever in your they're, life. They're not fucking real. That doesn't matter. You can still like crush like. There is still a point in your when you are like growing up, and you are like, oh man, this character's so cute. I loved him. No, the character I did never had a crush on a fictional
1: video game character. I had crushes on girls at my school. Damn.
2: I mean, so did I. But like, you could still have like a two D
1: side hustle. Nope. Nope, not a pervert. Next question. <laughs> Why wow, what's your what's your gross one? I say you're disgusting Crush.
2: I, I genuinely I, I'm not hundred percent sure. Um it'd probably be like Tana from like Crash Bandicoot or something, or like Princess Peach, you know? Ew. That's like, not a that's not a human being. That, dude, Tana uh, she got curves, man. That does something to somebody's brain growing up. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You can, you can. They're hey, what are, furries? There are furries out there. It's cool. Hey, furries, if you're a furry, you're cool in my book. Wait, hey playing. Ryan, what if we? What? What if we had a panel? Yeah. At like Midwest Fur Fest. Would, Would you, you go have fun go,
1: you Have fun going by yourself no no no, no. They, you
2: gotta be you gotta go too. Oh, we, we can't start it without you saying we the words do I don't want to do be around a bunch of furries and go to the <sighs> Midwest okay look I get the second part the first part I think you're a bit off base on you should be a furries are cool furries are awesome all right, all right now I'm trying
1: oh you know um, I have a friend that runs on my little
2: pony convention in Seattle we should go we should do a panel no. I don't like My Little Pony, but like, it, I don't I'm cool. I, like, I'm all about new experiences. And like, I don't know, if somebody came up to me and was like, You want to go to a My Little Pony convention? I'd be like, mm, eh, Not my thing, but yeah, I'll try it out. Let's see what it's like, you know? Like, I don't know. Do you, like, your, like your good mama said to you, Don't knock it till you try it. How dare you use my so own sweet mouth? I think by eat. logic of your mom, How we have to you. have a panel at like Midwest Fur Fest or something like I'm that. I'm not going to the Midwest.
1: You can't <laughs>
0: make me All right.
1: to Midwest. All right. Thank you, Karen, for your email. The correct answer is Shannon Elizabeth from
2: American Pie. That's fair. I think that's fair. We all agree on that one, right? All right. It's time, it's 2023. You telling me we didn't get one new email from someone we haven't heard from before? We didn't get. This sucks. A new writer. We need a new writer in here. I, I know. I know people listen to this show. I do too. Do but, I? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I don't know. Get in Go. here. Get 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 some emails flowing. We want to hear from some new people. Start twenty twenty three. Look, this is your New Year's re- resolution. I'm making it for you right now. If You have not written an email into us. You're gonna write an email into us, like. Tomorrow. Got this? Good.
1: Or or we're deleting emails from the podcast.
2: Ooh, we could hold it hostage, yeah. Guys, if you like the emails, you gotta write them. But if you don't, then we won't do it. And we'll cry. What if we had an old man section where we are just old men? I hate this one. I hate this one. I hate this one. <laughs> Read the Tylon email so that we can end it's this It's Tylon Talk. Let's fucking I, go. Oh, you know what I just
1: realized? I could just end the episode right now if I wanted to. Nope, Tylon Talk. All right. Tylon Talk.
2: Dick Hey, Doc and Chris. I really enjoyed the Gamer Resolution episode. Of I have more trophies than you. Thank you so much. I... I enjoyed it, too, even though I couldn't really talk through it. Um, In the episode, you mentioned your favorite non-gaming things of 2022, and I thought I'd throw my what, totally 100% non-controversial picks of 2022 into there. I will, uh, if, if this
1: gets stupid, I will end this podcast. Go best ahead. Best films in no order,
2: The Batman, which I totally forgot that oh, came out. Yeah, the Batman came out last year, didn't it? That... I don't think that. I'd put it as my favorite, but like I really liked I watched it twice. I liked it a lot. It one time I should watch that again. Uh, Top Gun Maverick. That's a great good movie. Choice. And Sonic and Sonic 2 and Knuckles. Movie is good movie. okay. Good family movie. Uh best Marvel project was Mar- uh, Moon Knight. That's interesting. I feel like Moon Knight was the most contentious uh I did love shows. Moon Knight cuz they finally made a Jewish character Jewish. Yeah. Also it was just really good. Uh, best show that wasn't marvel was andor you know
1: what's great about moon knight is that whole the the whole um switch on episode five where they're like is it real is in his head um if you like that kind of shit you should watch the second season of alice in borderlands now on netflix what a great show (laughs) my favorite manga alice in borderlands
2: i'll have to check that out um
1: best do you like, song do you like what? death games do you like what a spooky game and people are dying and why do you like alice in wonderland but they made it uh dark
2: yeah, they can that, is, that stuff can be fun
1: oh i'm i'm being earnest it is my favorite anime i love fucking when they take death games and it's an isekai but it's a deaf isekai it's not like oh i'm in a new land and i'm the hero i'm a new land and everything fucking sucks that's <laughs> where alice in borderlands it rules it's a really good adaptation, too. I, I feel like should there's an
2: play? anime I should su- uh, suggest to you, but I can't remember the name of it right now. But I know who would know the name, so I'm going to ask them and then I'll. Alice, th- is it Alice come in Wonderland? No, 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 no. It's not, but. Oh.
1: But. I like, the idea, I like the idea of an isekai where it's like everything's fucked and you're in saw traps. And <laughs> what the fuck is going on? You just want a saw isekai. <laughs> and, and also, there's a character who's basically the Cheshire Cat and the Mad Hatter. And. You know, they're playing a game and they're fucking playing games for decks of cards, and there's a lot of psychological shit. It's a, if you've never read Alice in Borderlands, it's better than One Piece. No. I disagree. Because it's a fully contained story and it gets out in 64 chapters. It's not a billion chapters long and they still don't know what the fuck they're doing. Please continue.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, Talon goes on to say the best song was Fight or Flight uh, from the Neon White soundtrack. Not a bit. The entire soundtrack is so effing good, which yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, that soundtrack was fucking banging. I couldn't whatever. get into the game as much, but uh, also I'd like to, uh, I like that you Hang on. also love that you Decided to dedicate 2023 to the year of backlog gaming. Inspired by your drive to complete your personal backlogs, I've decided to commit uh, to my backlog by playing Hades and hope to play Persona 5 in the near future. Well, Tylon, I'll tell you what, we just played Persona 5 for the show. I'm going to play uh, Hades again this year, probably. Uh, Hades is so good. I, hey, Tylon, I hope you enjoy Hades because this is a fucking phenomenal game. Get uh, an he episode
1: said, on it. Go listen to it.
2: He said, "Keep up the great work." Can't wait for the next episode, Tylon. P.S. I gave up on platinuming Neon White because my game crashed and it corrupted my save file, and it won't let me create a new save file. So until they fix all that, I'll just that. stick to my Switch copy. They're probably not Fuck going to fix that. that. They're probably not going to fix that. You're fucked yeah that fucking sucks i'm so sorry to hear that and then he says pps uh when it comes to a great show on wednesday nights on may 64 <laughs> yeah podcast. go
1: check it out watch it it's good shout out garrett i want to get garrett on the show sometime this year that'd be cool um we're definitely but- going to do that uh that episode with jared though jared keeps out jared keeps saying you play shenmue yet when are we doing that episode and it's like we'll get to it i later. would love to do
2: we need to do shenmue like beginning of
1: summer maybe we can't do shenmue until i play two and three so it's going to be a little bit of time
2: okay uh but yes watch the pps and also pps uh when it comes to each of your favorite games uh, what's a flaw that annoys you every time you replay your favorite game? Uh like replaying the Water Temple in of Time is always tedious and slightly annoying to do, even if you know where everything is, or New Vegas' constant bugs, glitches, and crashes.
1: I mean, I kinda answered that with this one why I would say yeah, that, that makes I would no
2: longer say Persona
1: five is my favorite video game of dude, once you played the same hundred hour RPG five times, it's mm-hmm. just like get it. Just let me skip this part that I've already... I've solved this puzzle four times. I don't need to solve it anymore. But that's not the game's fault, because the first time it didn't have that problem. So I'd say that now, since I say my favorite game of all time is probably... You know what? And I used to say my favorite game of all time was Eternal Darkness Sanity's Requiem. I went and Requiem. I've i seen some people play that. i would played it a little bit in the past couple months, and it's the same thing. It's like, that is a great game. You play that game a couple times, and it, I never need to play it again, but I mm-hmm. would still champion in it. I, I, I think
2: definitely thing, think there are games out there that you can really only play like the one time, Yeah. right?
1: Well, I played Eternal Darkness three times to get the secret ending it's just like, I'm good. I never need to play this. I will still say it's one of the best games ever made and I will champion it forever, but I never need to play it again. Whereas Donkey Kong Country, I could beat that game today and still want to play it tomorrow.
2: Yeah, I'm totally 100% there with you. I think there's totally that for any number, like Inscriptions, another one of those games where it's like I don't think I could ever play that game again, but I'm so glad that they have, like, the Casey's mod to it, so where it's like, you could still kind of play the game, but, like, it's not really the game. Uh, that's why, whenever like, we yeah, talk I, about I played games, it once, right?
1: I really do think the best game that I've ever played really probably is World of Warcraft, just for how much I fucking
2: played it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... I mean, that's, I think that's a fair, like... Um, what's, what's the word uh that I'm looking for? Like, that's, like, a fair summation of like why you would say that i guess best game ever made is donkey Kong country it's a perfect
1: platformer uh, i think only, for me only on on par with the same as super
2: mario world i think for me what it comes down to is just uh like technical limitations um because as we continue to get you know older as gamers as or i guess i should say as games get older They're still kind of bound to the technology that they were on at that time. So while I love Final Fantasy IX, the greatest game that's ever been made, and we've all agreed upon this as a society, Uh um, it, it, it can be hard to look at sometimes. Well, it's not hard to look at. It's just that... The way the pixel art works in that isometric view, sometimes it's kind of hard to see where you're going into like specific alleys or like you know what never looks bad? a dungeon because you of you know what always looks good. You know the upres graphics. Kong, country. Donkey Kong Country Seven did chip. yeah. Really? That Super Seven chip like really like fucking preserved so many games to make them still look good like right. it's insane that it's 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 kind of like cell shading like cell shading is a thing that when it was coming around in like the early 2000s like especially 2004 like when wind waker came out it was like everyone was dogging on that shit and it was like, oh it looks so baby it looks so stupid i fucking hate this and then you get to 2023 and you're like well all my games that i used to love look like shit nowadays hey look at wind waker that looks fucking good i was playing jet set radio future on stream the other day and like people were like hey are you playing this on an emulation like some kind of upright? no i'm i was just literally running an xbox into my elgato and playing it na- like natively and everyone was like damn the fucking graphics in this 20 year old game hold up and it's like yeah, yeah because stylization worked and still does there's something to be said about talking about the best game ever made and for, like, most
1: replayability and all that. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm not good at them, there's something to be said at probably the best that you can always pick up and play, and it doesn't matter how many times. Probably Tony
2: Hawk. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I, I think for me, that's it's skate, because I just, like, as somebody who skateboarded for, like, a huge majority of my fucking childhood, Uh, I I, like, you know, it feels like... I the the kinetics work in my thumb like it under my brain understands like oh yeah if I do this it feels like doing I mean I'm not good at
1: either of them I just have I have a uh i would rather go with tony hawk just because i like tony hawk the man anyway yeah the man's good too but like this was a he's a good he's a good person say one bad dude. thing about tony, say one fucking bad no. thing about tony hawk i will drive all the way up to oh, where you <laughs> live i thought that was like and a oh, command. No, that,
2: i thought you were I like was, i dare you to say one bad no, thing about I, Tony Hawk. i was, I was like, gonna no, make a joke about dude.
1: where you live but i forgot that we already thanked that joke for its service and sent that joke to uh yeah, the, the retirement dead. home that's the, the no it's not dead it's in retirement it's a different idea
2: Whoa! Well, you can't just drop that word like that, dude. Mm. It's a rough word to say. What? The Retirement? art? The, yeah, dude. That, that joke one different. day, one person's gonna get it, and they're like, I get what the joke is. And then I'm gonna laugh. It's a stupid joke. This is a stupid <laughs> end of our show.
1: Next episode. The persona uh Full feature Triple feature. You're you're gonna finish persona four i am i'm gonna play I'm gonna persona three well i'm gonna love to hear your thoughts on persona four i'm gonna tell you why it's one of the best games ever made um, and then i'm gonna oh, play you're persona gonna, three you're gonna have words about that yeah the words are that if you talk shit on persona four i'll cancel this podcast forever is
2: it talking shit
1: well god we I, yeah, next it episode it.
2: it's gonna be one of those episodes. Next, ep-
1: next episode you're gonna listen to me uh, we're during recording. I will
2: drive to the other <laughs> side of my state and punch Chris in the mouth for talking shit. <laughs> Can you imagine? 4. Just like a four-hour episode, and at the end, the punchline is literally a punchline. <laughs> Only works if it's video. Yeah, uh, sure. One day. <laughs> uh, oh fuck!
1: Do you want to play some Final Fantasy fourteen?
2: I just want this moment to be recorded in time, real quick. Why? the words you just said that came out of your mouth
1: i just want to get this done so i can get a trophy i don't like the game i just i think i
2: think you like playing it with us i don't
1: like the game i just like trophies because Uh i have more
2: trophies than you Hey, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to send us questions, gaming memories, comments, or if you just want to know when the next episode is going to drop, then you can follow us on Twitter at more trophies pod that's m-o-r-e-t-r-o-p-h-i-e-s-p-o-d that's more trophies pod also you can email us at i have more trophies than you at gmail.com it's just the name of the show all one word at gmail.com also be sure to follow ryan at dr underscore ryan on twitter you can also keep up to date with his monday night twitch streams office hours at twitch.tv forward slash dr underscore ryan that's dr underscore r y a n dr underscore ryan on both twitch and twitter and follow chris on twitter at burezu in japan now i I know i know what you're thinking don't worry i'm gonna spell it out for you right now that's b-u-r-e-z-u-i-n-j-a-p-a-n it's all one word burezu in japan on twitter and when they are streaming you can check them out at twitch.tv forward slash blaze tk that's b-l-a-z-e the letter t the letter k on twitch blaze tk thank you again so much everyone we'll see you in the next episode